The Calmlands. Long ago, the High Summoners fought Sin here. The road ends here. How you boys feeling this week? Feeling pretty good. Less wet. Feeling a little calm. I'm feeling very calm. <laughs> a, little, a little clammy. A little, a little, a little clammy. A little calmy. <laughs> calmy. It's a, it's a calmy 72 outside. You know what makes me feel really calm? Hmm. Seeing some old familiar friends that I haven't seen in a while. <gasps> I'm gonna say that you mean me. Ha <laughs> ha. Sure, and not a yeah. character in the game. Yeah, not, definitely not an enemy that we're going to encounter in this area. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something that always makes you calm when you're playing a Final Fantasy game and you see it. <laughs> yeah, we're going to see some uh, some good old staples today. Oh, yeah. Um, but this is the Every FNFF Podcast. My name is Curtis. My name's Carl. I'm Alex. And this week, we're at the lands, we're at the calm, we're at the combination calm lands. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen lands so calm in all my days. Yo, yo, have you ever? Have you ever? Yo, you know what my first impression about the calm lands is? Real big. It looks like the Windows XP. Uh, <laughs> oh, and, and it looks like Bliss. Yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say real big and our run speed real, real slow. Yeah. It sucks walking through here. <laughs> yeah. You could play like two dimensional blitz ball here. Like they would call it like football or something. <laughs> some, <laughs> some, like, some like game where you'd use your feet to move the ball. What you a fantasy. <laughs> That's too high fantasy for us. They call it <laughs> Yeah, right. They call it land blitzball. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so we just got out of uh technically I guess we just got out of Makalania Forest, but in the greater scheme we're leaving Bevel, right? Yeah. The and greater they, they, Bevel area. The greater Bevel area. And they probably don't want us to come back. Like we're probably uh not invited back <laughs> yeah there's i think there's like a monk who's walking around who like kind of bars your way from going back to Be- bevel maybe uh yeah and there's also like just a, a character or like an npc there that just says hey did you hear they're saying there was a riot in bevel the warrior monks aren't letting pilgrims into bevel anymore and i came all the way out here to pray at saint bevel this is such a disappointment and then they go on to say but it turns out that the riot at uh bevel it wasn't actually Maester Seymour who was causing it. <laughs> it was Antifa. It was actually the Albed. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Bevel, Bevel revoked my Olive Garden pasta pass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, basically once we uh, moved from the last screen that we were in, the one with the, uh, the Indiana Jones style map and everything... We're like walking up an incline in between two kind of cliff faces, which is entirely just to prevent us from seeing what's coming up so that the camera can show us in one like nice big swoop as soon as we crest this little hill. Showing us running up that hill. Oh, it's and it's it's very cinematic. Very good. It's just like Uh, Twilight Princess when you first reach Hyrule Field, right? Yeah. Yeah. You're coming out of the woods and all of a sudden everything opens up and like, oh yeah, look at all this green shit. Imagine if Hyrule Field had fucking nothing in it, then that's what this looks like. So yeah, so so Twilight Princess is uh, the Hyrule Field, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I was saying there was less danger there when Ganondorf was in power. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he finally cleaned up the streets. Oh, no. <laughs> but yeah, so we come up um, and there's like a nice scene where all the characters like run out there and they're all really impressed by it. And like basically it's just a giant like grassy expanse, right? Yeah, just a big plane. Yeah, and it looks very pleasant. Like, there's, like, nice music playing with it. The sun's out. Like, it, and there's chocobos running around, right? It's like... Wild chocobos. <laughs> like a rhinestone choco. <laughs> um, yeah, this looks nice as hell. I want to go here. Yeah, I know, right? And I feel like it's, it's actually... I think it's very well done because, like, it's pleasantness. It's pleasance. <laughs> like, plays into the story that I kind of yeah. enjoy. Yeah. There are, like, uh, if you look on, like, towards the mountain range, there are, like, cracks and, like, ruptures in a lot of the uh, yeah. in the top topography of it as, you like, whether it's almost reminds me of, like, tectonical plates, like, rupturing and yeah, yeah. shifting yeah. a little bit. Something something yeah. has been happening here over the years. Yeah, something yeah. went down and made it very annoying to navigate through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Like, yeah, even in Potholes just the plane itself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so the party runs out. Lulu tells us the calm lands. Long ago, the high summoners fought sin here. The road ends here. Beyond, there's no towns, no villages, only endless plains, which is decidedly not true because right past here is Mount Gogazet. So, yeah, liar. <laughs> that's not a village or a town. It's a people. But she says it's only plains. <laughs> Oh, yeah, true. isn't that like the Ronzo <laughs> village, technically? <laughs> yeah, 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 right. Yeah. Plains is what Kamari's she calls like, basics. Kamara's just like, what the fuck did you say? <laughs> just, this is where civilization those... <laughs> ends. What the fuck did you say about <laughs> the Ronzo? What, what's one of those plains that's like tall and pointy? Yeah, you know, the, the frozen like the, plains. The snow-capped the... uh, plains that are tall, you know? <laughs> Just because there's a mountain you know, on the plane. Mountain, mean... that's it. <laughs> I was trying to actually make sense of that, and I'm like, are there plains that... <laughs> <laughs> She's talking about Machina. <laughs> yeah, it's forbidden. Forbidden plains. Oren says, Many summoners stray from their path and lose their way here. Which I think is amazing. Because, like, the temptation for summoners who are walking to their death to just be like, oh, the greatest trial of all at the very end of the pilgrimage is just not going. <laughs> like, yeah. that's incredible. That's the, such the, good the, storytelling. The greatest the greatest uh, challenge is walking through this very pristine and calming looking area that everything looks nice and safe and fun. And you're just like, oh, I could just stay here. I could just, you could like, just not do it. Yeah. <laughs> I could just look at the clouds, you know, like I could yeah. ride a chocobo. This is the farm that they send all the summoners to. This is the farm up spirit. <laughs> yeah. And like, even like at this point, like the camera kind of zooms over to Yuna and she just looks up into the sky and just kind of falls over backward. Right. Oh my God. She's like dead. In the grass. No, yeah, yeah. She's dead. It's Fox die. <laughs> <laughs> she says, I've always Known where to go. And Titus walks over to her and says, I, I won't let you die. I'll find a way somehow. Yeah. Which is like, oh man, he made it real bleak real quick. But like, I get it. That is what she's saying. Yeah, but about, I mean, so. it is pretty bleak already. So like, he is, didn't, he's is. not like, once you do the final summoning, I'm going to fucking kill you. Just yeah, remember. No, right. Like, it's not his fault. <laughs> right, right. But he, he pulls her up. And I love the way he pulls her up. They like, he like reaches his hand out to her and she grabs it and he like, Pulls her up, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like whoop, and she does like a little hop onto her feet, and it's very cute, and I like it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, Yuna says, "Let's go," and in narration, Titus says, "I told Yuna, 
I would find a way. I guess I wanted to believe that words could make it come true. Yeah, I feel that. And I like that it's just like a little short intro to this area, but like it it does paint all of this like nice, pleasant imagery with just this like sad fucking energy behind it where you're just like, Ugh. yeah, <laughs> this is the last nice thing we'll ever see. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe Mount Gagazette will be nice this time of year. <laughs> you know, I, There's I got, cats there right here. Yeah. <laughs> I got a feeling Mount Gagazette is just going to be just a walk in the park. Just an easy, great Splash time. Splash Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, there are enemies, right? Some good old enemies. Yeah. Um, some familiar faces but in different colors and flavors. Yeah, some color palette swapped faces. I'm glad that, like... Now, like, 90% more poison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. That's true. They got some fire flan. I also feel like the enemies in this area are kind of like, it's weird to me because this is the first time that I feel like I've just been like, oh yeah, this is just like the original set of enemies that we fought on like the Meehan High Road or whatever, where they're like, hey, here's a flyer and here's an armored one and here's a flan. Yeah. It's just that again, for the most part, for the most part. So the Calmlands is real big, right? Like it's got a lot of different areas. And depending on what area you're in of the Calmlands, you get into different encounters. So you're not always in the same encounter all the time, right? Yeah, like it's one giant map, but there's different like quadrants or whatever where some, yeah. like the, the Northwest is really Dude, I, rough. I'm so <laughs> excited for the Northwest. Yeah. We just, if we want to talk about enemies, we could do it now. We could talk sure. about Sure. Yeah. Dude. I mean, for the Northwest. most part, it's just kind of like... Like we said, palette swapped older enemies, the the like buzz ones that usually you have Waka attack, like the um, Nebrios. Yeah, now they like will one hundred percent poison you if they attack you, which sucks. Yeah, <laughs> and they yeah. usually come like too deep, so like you might have like four enemies to fight against, and there's like at least two of them, so one of your one of your uh, teammates is gonna get poisoned. Yeah. There's now, another say, one of those, uh, like, uh, Machina things um, yep. that you can just use steel on. I recently decided that I wasn't going to be hoarding soul levels with uh, Kimari anymore. <laughs> and I dipped into Riku's um, sphere grid, and I got use and steel yes. with Kimari. And then I also dipped into um, Yuna's over there because I, also, I think I also got Reflect or, like, Shell or something sure. that's, like, right there for Kimari. And I'm like, okay, Kimari's actually going to be, like, useful now. That's awesome. There is an enemy, very importantly, the uh, the armored enemy that we see sometimes. It looks like oh. a little crab. You know what yes. I'm talking about? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Like the, it is called the Shred. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, Alex! You got to drop in some shredding. Uh, yeah. Right <laughs> anytime here. we say shred. <laughs> oh my god. Curtis, quick, record some shreds. <laughs> the shred. Oh, I don't have everything hooked up. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, so there's different enemies in different areas. Um, actually, before we go to the northwest, I'll say that, yeah, so the southern areas, I feel like, are more easy enemies, right? Like, they're not too bad. They're these kind of enemies. Machina, the Flyers. You know, the go Philadelphia Flyers. flyers. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Doggos. The Doggos. The uh, toward the east, did you fight the Corrells? Yes. Yeah, they're the cute little white tigers, the one that killed that guy. Uh or those yeah, magicians right. or whatever the fuck. Uh yeah, Sig um, Siegfried and Roy. Simon and Garfunkel. I was gonna say Sigmund and Freud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sigmund and Freud. Siegmeyer yeah. and Freud. Seymour and Guado. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Them. Yeah, it's one of them. So the Corels are how the fuck do you say that? Quarrel? Uh, co oh, you, U U R L. 
<laughs> the the Koei URL. Uh, when it attack, oh, so it can do a move called Blaster, and there's different kinds of corals. We'll we'll see them as we go through the game. Uh, Blaster in this one inflicts petrification, so Oof. they can do like an instant petrification. Oh, they're cute. Too. I just saw a picture. Of yeah, one. they're super cute. Yeah. I think they're they're also a pretty common uh, Final Fantasy uh, enemy. They right? are. And usually they're another enemy that when you see them, you get on edge because you're like, uh-oh, bad yeah. things could be a-happening. <laughs> bad things may be afoot. Yeah. Um, do you all see the big snaky boys? The black ones? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what are they called? Anacondor? Oh, yeah, Anacondor. Anacondor. Which is, which is another name that gets used a lot in Final Fantasies. I feel like this design is a little different than what usually those look like. Or at yeah. least I'm basing that off of Final Fantasy VIII. Like, I base everything off of... Anacondor don't want none. <laughs> um, yeah, so Anacondors, right? They have stone gaze. Oh, and the yeah. thing is, like, they can cast it... Like, there's two of them, and it'll work unless you have, like, your um, null petrification armor on. Mm-hmm. So, like, I would get into a battle, and they ambushed me one time, and they yep. hit two of my characters with it, and I was like, oh, no, if they get one more turn, it's, it's over. over. It's game <laughs> over. Thank God that the one character that they didn't stone gaze was Titus, and so I was able to flee, and I was like, flee, flee now. Nice, <laughs> and I nice, got nice. out of there. Um, I was like, oh, no, I don't no, I don't want a game over. A similar thing happened to me, um, but it wasn't it wasn't that bad. I think it was either Titus or Riku or someone who was able to get two turns immediately. So I just used yeah. soft right away and didn't really have okay. too much of a problem. But while we're on the to- topic of uh, petrification, um, I realized, uh, like you were saying last week, I finally got to a point where like I got a weapon drop and it was like, you need to trade one out for this because yeah. I was full up. So there was a shop that uh, 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 we haven't gotten to just yet. It's like coming up and we'll talk about it in a minute but i just at that shop i just sold like every duplicate yeah, item i had yeah. and every like shitty one that i had and i made a lot of uh guilt but while i was doing that i realized that yuna had a staff that had stone touch so i just yeah, equipped that yeah. on her which like her attack does like nothing she's like useless with that but now she's just a fucking killing machine she yeah, killed seymour yeah. twice she got a taste for blood and now she's just running after <laughs> every fucking enemy and like bopping it and then just shattering them it's so yeah, dude, fucking stone cool touch it's so good in this game it's really good it. in this game yeah. yeah so yuna's a killing machine now which that, kicks ass that is a that is a big strategy right there mm-hmm. yeah i use it a lot here especially if you can get like one of your fast characters like titus or riku to have stone touch dude yeah dude i think riku also has a stone touch weapon but um i usually just good use times. her to like steal and, and stuff also with with kimari um i was able to get to uh pilfer gill which is a really weird thing to say but yeah it's like you steal uh gill from enemies and uh that that kind of kicks ass like there's some enemies like harder ones that like give you a shit ton of gill like i think those anacondors gave me like 740 it's old pilfer grill oh pilfer gill or it's like gill from the simpsons getting yeah yeah right (laughs) oh no don't pilfer old gill no gill yeah oh geez (laughs) but there is another enemy in this area that is the realest motherfucker of them all. Yeah. And uh, I think we saw him in FF7, right? Yeah, we sure did. He's back with a fucking vengeance this time. But the you Marlboro... guys met him at MAGFest. Oh, that's true. Oh, yeah, yeah, we did. We hard styled in front of him. Indeed. And he gave us Hell bad yeah. breath. But uh, <laughs> it is the Marlboro and it is back and it is yeah. an absolute motherfucker. Because I thought I would be smart, right? Because I, I was like, all right, I know what Marlboro does. I know what Marlboro's up to. I know his game. His game is bad breath. You know who does not get fucking status effects? Summons. 
and Bahamut is the biggest badass, and I have Yuna in overdrive right now. Boom. So I grand summoned Bahamut. Boom, hit him real hard, right? Because he can break damage limit. So it did over 999. Yeah, it did over quad nines. Yeah. But Malboro has a lot of fucking HP, dude. <laughs> like It's, it's got it, so much. 27,000. Yeah. yeah. So it did not do enough. So I said, all right, no problem. I'll just cast my Aga spells. And Malboro will win that exchange if you're just sitting there casting Agas. And I was like, yo, this Malboro just killed Bahamut. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I still had like oh, HP ways to go. And I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> I did He's, get out. I did kill him. I did beat him. But yeah, I was just like, yeah. yo, Bahamut is dead. Like, why are we, like, using the fucking faith and summoning Aeons? Just train a fucking Marlboro. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> like, like, it could take Sin on. Why are, we, why are we spending so much time training Chocobos in this episode? Why aren't we training the Marlboro? Like, <laughs> yeah, we're, Sin we're, won't be a problem. <laughs> where are the Marlboro Knights? <laughs> yeah, for real. Holy shit. Apparently, he is weak to fire. So, I guess if you stick yeah. to, like, fire attacks with summons, you're pretty yeah. good. But, um... Or using Ifrit and whatever. He, dude, that's the thing. He is hits like, like a you fucking can do truck. A lot of, yeah, you can still do a lot of damage to him, but he'll fuck you up. Like, if you don't have, like, a means of healing, he'll win that exchange. Like, he'll do damage to you more. Like, he'll get through your HP quicker than you'll get through his. Should we he, Should we reiterate what Bad Breath does? Yes. Wa- uh, so, it hits your entire party, and it does every fucking status ailment. It gets it puts you in like berserk, so you don't have control of your character. It blinds you. It poisons you. It uh, it, it does confusion, so your party members <laughs> just like hilariously just all start fucking fighting each other. At but they're all missing too because they're all yeah. blind. <laughs> yeah. So and meanwhile, he's just whipping you too. Like, yeah, and he's still hitting you. Each like, other, and he's still you're hitting using you. up your turns that you could use to like cast a remedy, which is also something you can steal from him, which will nullify all of that, which is great. But like, if your entire party has all of those st- status ailments, you can't do anything about it. So you're just like, yeah, you're waiting for someone to not be confused and for you to have control over them, so you can hopefully heal up and and regroup. But right. y- you can also lance it, uh, Malboro with um with Kimari and get bad breath. That's true. Stinky cat breath. Yeah, Stinky Kimari just walks breath. up to some Marlboro shit and eats it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, after I was to get it out of his yeah. mouth. No, <laughs> Kimari, drop <laughs> it. What's in your <laughs> mouth? <laughs> what's in your mouth? Yeah, what's in your mouth? <laughs> One of its abilities also yeah. listed on the wiki is gastric juice. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah I think that one does like a thousand. It spits up some fucking damage. bile on you. Yeah, around yeah. about that. Yeah. So. Oh, it, it only did about nine hundred fifty to Bahamut. <laughs> <laughs> How uncouth, says Lulu. She said that when I brought her in. Yeah, I brought her into the fight. She goes, Ugh, how uncouth. Yo, I was like, yeah. oh, they have special dialogue for normal enemies. <laughs> that, that kicks ass. That's so good. Yeah, that happened, yeah, I think, yeah. first for me. It was when whatever, the giant flappy bird in the desert. I forget. Yeah, yeah. The zoo. Oh, yeah, the zoo. The zoo, but uh, Waka says, like, oh, where's the early worm when you need it? Or, like, yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, no, it was yeah. when you talk to the, the sandworm. I'm sorry. The sandworm, yeah, like, oh, where's yeah, the early bird when yeah, you need it when you talk right, to the sandworm? That's worm. right. Oh, that's, that's great. Right. Yeah, that's awesome. But, they, yeah, they're motherfuckers, but, like, they give good experience and everything, so, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I won one fight with it, and then I was like, okay, I proved myself. I can do it. Not even going to fucking try again. Yeah, right. Until right. later when I found out that I do, in fact, need to try again. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Which we'll talk about um, when we get there. So do we want to talk about our non-monster friends? Yes. yes. I want to talk about our um, verbose friend 
who exists right as we're walking down that intro slope, right? Like as soon as so so I should say like the the calmlands, the calmlands proper, the plains, right? Like we're actually elevated a little bit above them when we originally walk into it. Like we're on like a little like a miniature cliffside that we can see out over a precipice. The, yeah, yeah. And there's a there's a shallow uh, grade um, path that goes down to the actual the main area, right? Mm-hmm. Um. But on this area is another old friend of ours. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Haven't seen him in a while. I know. It's our good friend, oh, Mei-chan. But I'd love to watch him go. Mei-chan. <laughs> Mei-chan. Mei-chan. <laughs> but he is here, and as always... He never really says hello, which I'm always wondering. Like, hey, I, want, I kind of wish our friends were just like, oh, hey, how's it going? I haven't seen oh, him in a while. I, li- I think that he has like enough familiarity with us, and not enough things going on in his life <laughs> that like every meeting with us imagine if we just bumped into each other at a show like not speaking for like a week and, like <laughs> it's like hey you want to hear about this place <laughs> yeah yeah well, you want to hear like, about sentry bar <laughs> <laughs> but i choose to believe that like mage like, i want to call him machon now anyway that he doesn't have like anything going on in his life other than this so like to him life is just one continued conversation with us like he just yeah, leaves off yeah. on one thing and just picks it up again on the next one <laughs> love this old man <laughs> it's also interaction is more cinematic than i'm used to from him you get a lot of close-up yeah. shots of his face yeah it's true. What a face it is. He looks great. <laughs> just, just looking just looking like a snack. Mustache is good and trimmed. He's got little specks. Yeah. But yeah, you talk uh, to him and he says, uh, perhaps you would like to know a bit about these planes. And I would. And oh, I goddamn would. Goddamn yes. right. Do tell, as you would say. Mm-hmm. He says, mm-hmm. As you know, these planes were once a battlefield. A great battle between Bevel and Xanarkand, a melee of Machina. That war left this place a barren, lifeless land. Then time passed. The summoners took note of this uninhabited land. Great battles could be fought here with no harm to the common folk. I guess that makes sense, right? Like, keep away yeah. from the cities. It's it's literally like the the trope in Dragon Ball Z where it's like, okay, oh, we yeah. need to Let's fight. fight. Let's here. go. Yeah, we're going to like the middle of a canyon with like kick-ass like cliffs that we can fly into and destroy yeah. And, yeah. and not <laughs> kill millions of people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, perfect for the final battle with Sin, as it were. Summoners wait here, ready to perform the final summoning. Ah, to know what they must feel. I love that line. <laughs> yeah. God, I wish that were me. <laughs> is he just simping for he, the summoners? He too is he too is just waiting for death. <laughs> is there any confirmation that Machen is actually alive? That's a good point. He could be th- eon, he, eons he, old. Yeah, he could be unsent. In any case, when sin is defeated here, the calm will visit Spira once more. That's why this place is now known. As the calm lands. Exactly who dubbed it so is unknown. This band is known as the Shitty Beatles. Oh, are they any good? They suck. So it's not <laughs> just a clever name. <laughs> <laughs> and that, as they say, is that. Oh, I love it. Oh, and apparently if you talk to him again, there's yes. more yes. dialogue. Yeah, he, he says, uh, oh dear, I almost forgot to tell you something. There's a chasm, a great rend in the earth in these parts. Can I stop and say that he rolls his arms for that rend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me take that again to give it the proper respect. A great rend in the earth in these parts. A scar left from High Summoner Gandalf's... yeah, every time I see that, I'm like, yeah, I know, Ganondorf, I know. Isn't that, Gandalf. He's the, he's the Thunder Plains guy, right? 
Yes, I think so. Gandalf. Yeah. Uh, Gandalf Segway. A, <laughs> <laughs> a scar left from High Summoner Gandalf. Bitter. <laughs> a scar left from High Summoner Gandalf's bitter battle with sin. Four hundred years past. Like to hear more about this place once more. And then I said maybe next yeah, time. Yeah, and you can like you can just... keep asking him about the place. And like I kept accidentally being like yes <laughs> and meaning to hit no because like they they put the do tell in the bottom position and no thanks at the top position and i'm always like oh the bottom position is a decline in every menu so i kept going to the bottom one and saying do tell and so i saw that scene like four times and i was like shit uh curtis you you've never actually like played ocarina of time have you i have up to jabu jabu's belly Okay, so there's a thing in that game that's very notorious is the the owl that keeps talking to you. And yeah, like gives you a yeah, where it's like, do you not want to hear more or something like that? <laughs> but and it's like, always like yes and no are always in different spots. So like uh, you never okay. really know for sure and you yeah, got to be careful uh, and stuff and you always hit it and then he's just like, hoo hoo, okay, what's let's the, go. Uh, what's the name of the cat in uh, Dark Souls? Alvina uh, or something? Alvina? Alvira? Fish. Alvina? Like, <laughs> Fish, d- yeah. Isn't it true that you don't do what's thou know more, yes right? to know to the, of the yes and to the no? And then you're like, <laughs> you're like no? No? And she's like, okay, you can join my forest. Away with you. And you're like, oh, all shit. Of these, all of these people who are killing you in the forest will no longer kill you because you said yes instead of no or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, that. <laughs> you said you. Yeah, you said <laughs> you referring to me. To me. <laughs> but yeah, you say... <laughs> we you had say, to like, do a, a fucking meme where we just Photoshop the smoky bear or whatever in place, <laughs> like, in the window, <laughs> in the forest. <laughs> you said yes, referring to no. <laughs> um, for more Dark Souls memes, follow us on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, and, and you just say no, and, and uh, Mei-chan says, What a pity. Yeah, what a pity. <laughs> Shut up. I, I listened to you so many times. Yo, but then there's some chocobos down here, right? Like, there's like, like oh, a bunch we're of... gonna get me a bite of that. Oh, dude, there's a <laughs> oh, bunch yeah. of chocobos. No, they're all frolicking. Yo, they're straight frolicking. Yeah, there, there's a lot of frolicking happening And here. I was like, I am so excited to run up and frolic with these chocos. I am ready. I've just been through a lot of, like fucking personal trauma in this game let's fucking do it and it's i want to ride my chocobo i want to ride my bow (laughs) um and as soon as you get like in fucking spitting distance of it one of those big hovercraft that like were outside Albed, the uh, Rinse Travel Agency, and the Meehan High Road just like zooms up and they all scatter. And I was like, "No, you son of a bitch, you <laughs> asshole!" <laughs> I was about to be happy. <laughs> oh, wait, we saw those before those hovercrafts. Yeah, they're um uh out. Wait, Han. I saw it and thought it was like the snowmobile. Am I confusing that with ten two? I think it might be a ten two thing. Yeah. Oh my god, I think it's a 10-2 thing. Because on the Meehan High Road, there were no vehicles except for, like, the weird, like, circus wagon. You're right. Holy shit. Okay, negate what I said, but be warned. Or not be warned, but, like, they are in FFX2 outside of uh, the Meehan Travel Agency. Nice. Weird. Yeah, when you said that, I was like, wait a minute. You're right, I don't know. (laughs) But yeah, there are hovercrafts that you would see if you were, like, you know, visiting the swamplands in, like, Florida. Yeah. Looking for gators and shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. The big old propeller on the back and these, like, two skis on the front. For some reason, that is the easiest way to get around the Comlands. Yeah, it looks fun. I, yeah. I, I think all bed are, like, anti-chocobo. Like, they are kind of, like, 
I know they're, they're kind of they, they even though they're like they're pro machina, but then yeah, I was gonna say they're, they're so yeah they're, they're so, so pro machine that they're like anti biology or whatever. They're like we don't ride that that fucking analog machina, the chocobo. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's just acoustic chocobo or acoustic yeah, machina. Yeah, acoustic yeah. machina. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's also uh, there's a chance that in there other might words, be the someone... albed are cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, there, there's uh, someone riding a chocobo that you can also like encounter before finding this thing. Uh, they kind of just oh, wander really? back and forth. Yeah, and you, you, if you talk to them, they say, "Lost, follow me if you want to go back oh, to Bavel." Yeah. And then if you uh, if you continue talking to them, they say, "Look, these planes go on forever. Take it easy, or you'll die out here." Smart travelers <laughs> like me ride chocobos to avoid fiends, and I was like, "That sounds like a really good idea. I would like to ride a chocobo to avoid fiends." <laughs> yeah, I saw the I saw him from afar away. I'm like, oh, Lucille. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we haven't seen um, the Chocobo Knights in a quite a, a while. That's true, we haven't. It's been a minute. Not since Makalania Lake. Yeah, I think you're right. Clasco was like, uh, shouldn't you go save them? Yeah, oh, that yeah. is the last time we saw them. But um, yeah, the guy driving this uh this hovercraft says, "Rins Travel Agency at your service. We offer fine wares at a reasonable price, and you can buy stuff from him." Uh, I went through all of his items, and like, they're fine. They're fine. Some of it was better than stuff I had, which it's so true. I, did, I, I bought a few things. Some of them was like a lot of nice buffs or things with more ability slots. Yeah, I bought the um, the malleable staff because it had better magic addition for Yuna than the one I <laughs> currently had, and it had two blank slots. I think that's like really the thing that makes these pretty good is that they have like a buff or two decent buffs, and then we'll have like two empty slots for you. Room for improvement. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah, I uh, a lot of it's very uh, expensive. Um, That's true, but uh, it, it a lot of it is worth it for uh, those reasons. But another thing that's really good is that you can. This is where I sold all of my old weapons. Where I'm like, why the fuck yeah. do I just have this like knight sword that's worth twelve gil and I have seven of them? <laughs> like, <laughs> can I get rid of that shit? This kind of reminds um, me a little bit of Beetle from like. Zelda, there's a guy in like a traveling oh. shop. Oh, <laughs> welcome! <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but they would be like in one of those giant beetle robot machina things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like we're pretty much free to explore the calm lands after that. Like we said, there's there's the quadrants of enemies. It's really big, so it's gonna take a long time to walk across. But I would say like the first. Uh, easy to see the landmark is probably that store or that tent, right? Like right in the middle. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. the, I think we can also see like if you're looking at the mini map, you can see that there's a save sphere there. So you're like, hell yeah, yeah. I need to get there. Yeah, that's right. kind of like the first destination. Also, I do want to say when we first walked in and everything and like get to see all of it, I'm like, this looks like fucking Mario Golf. Like this looks like it would be a fun <laughs> like golfing mini game. Give me that in Final Fantasy X. Oh God, I would love that. Because there's not enough mini games in this area. I need I need more. Are you sure about that? Um, on my way to the tent, I found Belgamine. Yeah, I was gonna say, do we want to do her now or afterwards? Yeah, go ahead, because I completely ahead, missed okay. her. Like an absolute fool. I, I wonder if I can see her in my screenshots anywhere, and I'll be like, "You idiot!" So, about halfway between where we are on the um, the hovercraft and where the shop is, there's a little indicator in the middle of the map, which looks like there's like a crater with like a spire in it. She's in front of that spire, but like she does kind of match the ground and the spire. So like, even if you walked by her, you could walk right by her and not see her. Yeah. Yeah. I almost missed her. I was like, "Oh wait, 
She's right here because yeah. I was like decided like, the spire looks very interesting, so I kind of went around the front to see if there's. Anything <laughs> I actually there. went past her and was getting ready to leave the area, and I was like looking up information about the boss, and I was like, "Oh wait, Belgamine's here!" And I had to like run back and go <laughs> find her, even though like yeah, technically if you just take like a straight line path from the uh, the hovercraft to the store in the middle, like you should pretty much walk by her. That is true. Yeah. Yeah, so my my plan was pretty much, okay, there's chocobos here. Um, someone said, like, be smart, ride a chocobo. There's got to be somewhere around here I can get a chocobo. Then I can do all my exploring. And then getting yeah, a chocobo right. took me so long that I was <laughs> like, okay, uh, I'll explore. And then I explored and found other things and didn't think to just, like, I was like, eh, I probably found everything. I should look this up. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to have to dip back and see if she's still there. But yeah, so she's here and ready to challenge us to another summon battle another pokey battle d -d 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 duel and she says oh you again you're quite the notorious traitor these days <laughs> and, and titus immediately just like what's it to you she's yeah. like i i like shorts because they're comfy and easy to wear <laughs> <laughs> a little exclamation point appears <laughs> above her head <laughs> she says that her shiva is in the top 90 percent of all shiva <laughs> but yeah she says uh Ah, you shouldn't take what Maester say too seriously. For summoners, destroying sin is everything. We are no tools of Yevon, understand? Wish you would have told us that before. <laughs> so it's like, she's kind of the same page with you, and it's like, it's fine. Yeah. Like, we're, we're, we're doing it for Spear, not for ourselves, kind of thing. Yeah. Or not for Yevon, I should say. Right. And Ian agrees. Uh, and so, so are you up to the task? And you says, I do not know, but I will do my best. She says, uh, you've got spirit, but you'll need more to beat sin. An Aeon duel. Show me what you're made of. And then again, we can pass or fight. Just give it a give it a whirl. And I, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, if you pass, she says, "No time to fight." I understand. I was in your shoes once. Uh, <laughs> and then if you like talk that. to her again, she'll say, "Hmm, changed your mind." Okay, so Alex, did you see something weird in the middle of this battle? <laughs> what do you mean? So like, okay, so this is a battle between whatever Aeon we pick and Shiva is what she's using, right? And lucky me, I had uh, Bahamut with an overdrive ready to go. So I've been doing a lot of Bahamut overdriving this uh, <laughs> this episode. Hell yeah. But um, but I used the overdrive. And so you after hit the, the overdrive button? hit, it didn't take out Shiva. It wasn't like a one-hit KO, right? So it hit Shiva. It did the damage, whatever. And then right there in the middle of the battle, a set of instructions popped up that says, select attributes in the Aeon menu to raise the attributes of your Aeons. Use this to compensate for Aeon's weaknesses by raising the physically weak Scatman, uh, Scatman is what I named Ifrit, uh, Scatman's <laughs> HP, or increase, oh, I'm sorry, no, I, I named Scatman was Vale for Kermit was uh, <laughs> Anyway, anyway <laughs> sorry. But basically like, oh, you can use this to buff up your Aeons. But the thing is like, why would it tell us this in the middle of a battle? You can't do this in the middle of a battle. I didn't get that. I got that later. I think I think this is I think this might be like what you unlock here by it beating is. Belgamine. It is. And it told me in the middle of the fight. And I wanted to show you like a screenshot just so you know I'm not crazy. Like there it is. After that the first That sounds like hit. a bug. It might be a bug. You did I don't so know. much damage that it bugged the game. Because spoiler, I yeah, I, I use Ifrit and just kind of uh used charge the entire time it didn't attack until I had an overdrive and they, that worked really well twice it gave her an overkill but uh yeah then she gives you the um 
power spheres and aeon soul and then i get that tutorial of how to like buff up your aeons yeah yeah if you win you get the power spheres but either way you get the aeon soul yeah and but yeah. i think i think you got a bug where you accidentally triggered it early somehow like yeah it's like, you won here's the thing we accidentally just started the next sequence in yeah the middle of a speed battle. strat <laughs> yeah that's what i thought i was like what the fuck so like interesting um but yeah like you were saying though like uh you do get the aeon soul after the fight um, and I don't think there's really much more to talk to about this fight. We've we fought Belgamine before. It's two summons. You use your overdrives and you're done. Um, you gotta use your overdrives. You got you gotta. But yeah, we have the Aeon Soul now, which is like a super good piece of not equipment, but like a super good item because it unlocks this whole new part of the game where now we can buff our um, our Aeons permanently, right? So like, I immediately went in and just gave Bahamut like three more attack points and like some more like evasion and whatever just like just to buff him up because i was like look if i have bahamut i'm not going to use the other ones um because he's so much better yeah and this made one thing kind of make more sense for me because every time i'm upgrading characters in the sphere i'm like i have like 90 power spheres how am i ever going to get through all of these yeah yeah and right. apparently this is it you you feed him to your aeons <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah as a treat just like yuffie i think <laughs> there's going to be another reason a little later, I think, if I remember right. I could be fucking making this up, so don't listen to me. But um, mm. but yeah, yeah, we'll we'll have reasons to use these. So Coolio. Yeah. But yeah, now we can start like and because the summons are also their stats anyway are based on Yuna's stats, you could do kind of what the speedrun does and just focus on leveling Yuna up and just make sure she is just getting stats and then using your spheres to power up your aeon stats and you can get your aeons to do just ridiculous damage like yeah oh hell yeah you can turn them into monsters yeah uh, especially for the uh bosses coming up in the next couple episodes that might be a decent way to do it lordy lordy yeah i should probably dip back and get this <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah probably so i think yeah i think she's mm. still there waiting i will find out at the break find out at the break here and now will it ever <laughs> be again sorry go ahead break the next stop is a travel agency and i think this may be a good time to take a breather i think a travel agency is a great place to take a break yeah they I have agree. they have all the uh, amenities you might need for your uh, hot towels hot yo if there's hot anything knuckles. <laughs> I was gonna say if there's anything the owl better known for, it's hot towels and hot knuckles. And continental breakfast. Yeah, yeah, continental breakfast. That's right. <laughs> Continent being Spira. Owlbed <laughs> <laughs> travel agency, but dad can't afford eight dollars a night. It's another good Simpsons joke. Anyway, uh, see see you after the break, kids. See ya. Bless. Bless. Um, bless the crystals. Yeah. yeah, bless the crystals, boys. Oh, yeah, bless up. Brian Blessed. So uh, we did a, we did a little bit of research regarding what we were talking about Flash before the break. Gordon is alive! Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> with, uh, with Belgamine and being able to go back and uh, talk to her. She's in a different spot now. So there's another <laughs> NPC that we're going to be meeting um soon here today that would make this a lot easier to backtrack and go get there but that npc is also moving around and i can't find them so i'm still <laughs> i'm like 90 percent sure i can still get to belgamine um but first i would like to get something that makes me travel faster and that requires seeing another npc so <laughs> no confirmation yet but i got a good feeling about this it this pesky albedo 
kidnapping NPCs. If you would like to, have, yeah, <laughs> if you would like to have a better time than Carl, do it all your first time through. Yeah, do it. Don't just run past uh, Belgamine like a total dullard. Dude, I about did. I was on my way. Don't not do it. Do 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 it. <laughs> don't <laughs> don't go do what Donnie don't Belgamine. does. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but as soon as we get into the uh, the travel agency, which this travel agency is not like a building. It's not like the one in a. Uh, it's, like a little, it's, a, it's a farmer's market. It's an open yeah. air travel agency, but they very annoyingly like roped off a bunch of it, which like yeah. we haven't talked about too much, but we, we mentioned that there's like little like not like uh, th there's little like breaks as if like tectonic plates have like shifted. Fissures and there's, and, yeah. yeah, there's like little areas, which makes navigating in this wide open area completely annoying because instead of just stepping yeah. over a small yeah. little like uneven ground, you have to go all the way around with like very dangerous encounters happening at any point. And like then you finally get near the travel agency and you're like, thank God, I'm so close to a safe sphere. I can just make it right there. And then you're like, I can't get through this fucking rope and I have to walk around it <laughs> so that I can get there. This sucks it's true um but as soon as we walk in they have outdoor seating yeah <laughs> that's right yeah update hey, i found know, the npc a, that's yeah, where i thought they were we, supposed to we be we did it yeah yeah that's exactly where they are so as soon as we walk into that little fenced in area um a an npc approaches us right and like <laughs> i love this dude's robe like the collar like, you know like you can pop your collar. You know what I mean. You can pop it up. This guy has like a all the way around three sixty degree pop <laughs> collar. <laughs> like like we can't see any of his like, nose or down. <laughs> yeah, Chad Aga. The final form of Chad Aga. Uh, kind of remind me of like a boss from uh, Metal Gear Rising who just has like a huge, just like tons of armor. It's almost like a neck brace that's supposed to kind of yeah. keep your neck from being snapped or like jostled like he's a demolition man or something yeah yeah <laughs> but uh but yeah he's that and like some yevin robes on like he's clearly with yevin just from his clothing um, you can't see anything from the middle of his nose down though right he's got that yeah. yevin yevin stank all over him mr clean from the nose up yeah mr clean from the nose up um and as he approaches lulu says father zook and like zook is like the most short for lazy zucchini. ass name i've ever fucking he <laughs> 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 got the zuck <laughs> he goes on he goes on to make facebook um, <laughs> and he says uh long time no see you are yuna hmm you certainly don't look like mr kinox murderer what <laughs> and we walk is like what did you say <laughs> what did you say <laughs> and, yeah what you say yuna says uh please tell us what has happened and as Zook says, Maester Micah just issued a personal order, you know. It said that you and your guardians murdered Maester Keenock and fled. We are to kill you on sight, or so it says. What? That's fucked up! Yeah, that's definitely a uh, a new piece of information for us. <laughs> the thing, the for, first of all, if I had the chance to murder Keenock, I would have. But I didn't yeah. get the chance. Second and therefore I'm innocent. <laughs> second... If I if I did murder Keenock, I would be the first to admit it. I would proudly yeah, state that. I would that. be so proud. Yes, I murdered Seymour. Yes, I yeah. probably murdered a bunch of other people. But don't fucking yeah. come after me for some shit that I didn't do. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I, have, I have plenty of legitimate Bevel. murders. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I killed we the have... entire Bevelin army. <laughs> Flame militia. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Killed all uh, the firebenders. Or... <laughs> Oren says, uh, what of Bavel? 
And Zook says, Things are calm on the surface, but the depths are turbulent. After the death of Maester Keenock, Kelk Ronso left Yevon. And like, as he said that, I was like, yeah, good for Kelk Ronso. And then Oren says, convenient. And I was like, oh, am I not yeah. thinking through as far as that? Like, Oren's thinking more heavily about this than I am. Because I was like, no, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> and Oren's like, It's like the mafia. It's, it's just like the mafia when you're like, yo... I just learned a lot more about this organization. I don't really feel comfortable being here anymore. It's not really what I initially thought. I'm just going to like, you know, I'm just going to leave. You guys keep doing all the fucking horrible shit that you're doing. I'll just see myself out. And then every, they always get away scot-free. It's it's great. It's wonderful. That, that could also describe when I went to work for Toys R Us for a couple months. <laughs> and then after a couple months, I was like, I don't know if this is the job for me, guys. Did they kill you? They didn't kill me, but they made me kill one person. I was like, hey. <laughs> they made you kill Jeffrey. <laughs> I mean, if I was a tall cat man and I was a maester and I realized that every other maester gets fucking killed in this job, I'd also like, yeah, I'll think that this is for me. The whole dying yeah. thing. Seems, there seems to be a pattern. I don't really want to be a part Dude, of this. Dude, he's like the he's like the only living person in Yevon. Like, not anymore. He's not. Well, I mean, Kel Gronzo. <laughs> yeah, not for um, long though. He's like, yeah, I'm out. This isn't yeah. for me. Oren says, getting around will be easier with Yevon in disarray. Uh, Zook says, but be careful, my friends. You have been branded enemies of Yevon. You should avoid temples for the time being. Which, like, temples are the one thing that we cannot avoid because it's a pilgrimage. Yeah, it's kind but of the like, thing that we need to do. <laughs> yeah. It's like on your way to Elite Four, make sure you stay away from those gyms. Yeah. <laughs> we, we should have uh, been avoiding them from the beginning because they all fucking suck. <laughs> <laughs> Eunice says, thank you, Father Zook, for your warning. Uh, Lulu says, Father, you came all the way here just to tell us this? To tell the truth, I was a little curious to see this summoner you are guarding. I hope her pilgrimage goes well, for your sake, too. And she kind of like bows her head and says, thank you, Father. And then yeah. they all do the Yevon uh, prayer symbol. And he says, I must be off. I shall pray for all of you. Um, and I love that. I like we don't. That's like, really good. On this right here, because like now we're able to walk around this little area and talk to our uh, party members. But as of that, you're like. Why did he say that to Lulu? That's that's incredibly like, yeah, hmm, you know, it's suspicious. I didn't I didn't know, you know, I didn't think anything of it when we first played through it. But now that we've gotten to where we've gotten in the game and we're yeah, discussing yeah. it again, I'm like, ooh, damn spicy. Yeah, indeed. He's he's just father by title, right? I think so. Yeah. Father of mine. Because every time she said father, I was saying like, wait, is this Lulu's dad? And we're supposed no, to just I think, kind of roll no, with yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I th I'm pretty sure it's like a priest. But yeah, Titus just, you can uh, talk to Lulu and Titus is like, who is that? And yeah, Lulu just gives it the lowdown. He's actually related to brother. His name is actually father. <laughs> father, yeah. <laughs> father of brother Zook. Yeah. <laughs> father Zook. It's like Pops Racer. <laughs> But yeah, Lulu says, uh, until half a year ago, he was a summoner. Waka and I were his guardians. And Waka chimes in and says, it was kind of a short pilgrimage. And Lulu keeps going. He gave up halfway here on this plane. Now he is a monk at the Bavel Temple. And I think, yeah, that's the first initial interaction we have. Which, right? you know what? Mood. I respect, I respect Zook for being like, nah. <laughs> yeah, fuck this shit. <laughs> yeah, this sucks. Guardians and Maesters, like, you know, Dianate doesn't seem to be all that cracked up. It's yeah, Sin will take care of that for me. I don't need to fucking <laughs> shorten my own life. 
But yeah, you can keep talking to Lulu and she says, uh, This is my third pilgrimage as a guardian. Father Zook was my second. And my first? Well, it ended here too. I've never yeah. been to the lands beyond. Mount Gog is at towers to the north. And Xanarkin lies beyond that. That's going like to be scary that. as shit for, for Lulu. Yeah, yeah. Like, having all of this past and being like, okay, I've been to all these other places around here. It's not that big of a deal. Like, everything's kind of familiar. And now she's like, oh, we're going into, like, unknown territory. Like, this is getting yeah, fucking real. Yeah. And, I mean, she, the whole time, you know, we always point out that, like, Lulu's point in the story is to be, like, not the narrator, but the person who, like, describes where we are. Oh, that's this person. Oh, this is this per this place. And yeah, it does yeah, this. Yeah. This isn't her and, first like, time around the block. Yeah. Exactly. So it makes sense why she's always that person. She's been here. She's done all this already. Yeah. <laughs> Twice before, actually. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, then you can go talk to... Uh, Anybody you want. Yeah, anyone you want. I, I talk to Yuna next. Okay. And uh, Yuna says... Uh, so, we are officially traitors, then. Hey, let them say what they want. Yeah. <laughs> Haters gone hate. <laughs> it's it's okay. I'm not worried. Well, maybe just a little. It's so hard not to be. And he's like, hey, it's okay to worry. And if it gets too rough, just yell. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah, yell? Right. Hmm. Okay. I might just do that. I know. I, I like that. that so much because, like, the pause that happens when she's like, hmm. Like, I was like, yo, she's going to scream. Like, it, I thought she was going to scream. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. And then she's like, yeah, I might do that. I'm like, that's so yeah. cute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, Titus is just, like, offering his, like, here's my coping. Like, I mean, Yuna's already offered her, like, yo, here's what I do to kind of keep my spirits up, like, which is, like, pretending to laugh and shit like that. Yeah. And yeah. stuff. And now Titus is like, you saw, remember me screaming back in like uh, Kilika or Killica, whatever? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That uh, sometimes I also, works. I want, I want the record to show that I talked to Yuna first before Lulu because uh, after the events of last episode, I am playing as Titus. Yuna is now my GF. So in terms of the affection meter <laughs> and all of that, I, I, I am a, a, a Titus is a Lulu simp no more. Uh, I still am, but uh, <laughs> since I'm playing as Titus. I will. I will be talking to I you. I talked to you in a last. You but fucking only, monster. <laughs> but because because I thought that maybe the scene that would, would trigger the yeah, scene. Yeah, it, it would. No, make that's the scene that's go completely on. fair. I, I hate I hate when RPGs do that because yeah. it's always like it's always a gamble, and you're like, well, I'm not going to reload a save file to maybe get some right. dialogue where you know. But I hate that. I'm like, I do wish the rest of the game kind of did it this way, in which the nothing happens really. The story progresses when you leave the area. Yes. Right. Yeah. Instead of you just like, tr instead of every other time, which it doesn't, I think nothing even, happens until you leave the area is more yeah, like, yeah. And not just like, so it, it's kind of a weird way the travel agency works. Cause it's on the over map. We see everything. We see the save sphere, but when we walk into that, that's when the cutscene comes in and we're in like a, a special screen. That's like, we're inside yeah. the travel agency. Fiend and then when free we free zone, yeah, and when we walk out of it, um, we're we're back on like the the overworld kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and just as Titus, but then when we go back in, everyone's still waiting there. But yeah, yeah. When we get into battles, it's still with everyone, so it's kind of like just like when we were at uh, Guado Salam, same sort of deal, but yeah. just within this like micro area of this yeah. like, bigger area. It, it's strange, but like yeah, so this won't continue until we go all the way to the northwest. So, yeah, if you talk to Yuna again, uh, she asks, uh, I wonder if my father got lost here, too. And Titus says, maybe with my old man helping him. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Got him. Got his ass. Yuna's like, maybe I'll ask Sir Oren. 
and he says, uh, Oren, that grouch never tells me anything. <laughs> and then uh, Unit does like an impersonation of Oren. It's so good. Yeah, it's so good. That is none of your business. <laughs> <laughs> Not that he keeps out of other people's business. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then he talked to her again. She's like, yeah, just a little farther than Zanarkand. So yeah, yeah. Zanarkand's just a hop and skip away. I know, yeah. we're getting so close. So close. Uh, so I talked to Oren, and he says, messy. And Titus says, what is? He says, Yevon, Micah, and Seymour are not of one mind. Remember what Seymour said last we met? I do not think Micah will concur. If Yevon founders, so will Spira. So what and is like, he referring to? Well, I think it's where, like, uh, Seymour was like, I am going to become the next sin. And he's like, oh, yeah. I think what Oren's saying is, like, I don't know if Micah would agree with that. Like, I don't <laughs> know that he'd be down with that whole thing. Because, <laughs> like, you know I mean, even though, like, Micah is clearly, like, not on the up and up. When yeah. we talked to him and he like revealed his dark intention, his dark intention was to keep the summons going, to keep the pilgrimages going, to continue status quo, right? So even though it's like there's like hidden levels to it and there's some darkness in it, it seems like his goal though is that like, yeah, no, but that's what gives the people of spirit hope. You still have to do it, even if I have to be dishonest about it. Sure, there's a deadly thing that's killing countless people that's just run rampant. <laughs> and, you know, but we just got to keep the summons open. We just got to put our heads down, go back to work. Just, you know, the market the market needs to continue. Sometimes uh, the, the sending is worse than the, than the, the death. <laughs> I don't know what you're uh, referencing, Carl. <laughs> I uh, love this fantasy game. Is this another Final <laughs> Fantasy you're talking about? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's right. Final Fantasy VIII. <laughs> yeah. All right, so here's the question. Question. Is the next person we want to talk to Waka, Kimari, or the best conversation in all of this? Uh, I think I went with the best conversation in this just because like in my, so in my checklist of like who I wanted to talk to next, I'm like, yeah, I want to talk to Riku. <laughs> I love like so starting with like this encounter for like the rest of the fucking game. I love every encounter with Titus and Riku. They're all great. Yeah. Because they're scheming together. <laughs> they feel like, like, so like Riku obviously has a brother named Brother, but Titus convenient. and Riku, yeah, <laughs> convenient. Real quick Titus, about Brother, there's a song on the Pokemon movie soundtrack when all of the Pokemon and the Shadow Pokemon are fighting each other that's called. My brother, <laughs> brother, my brother. Now I can't. Tell me what I, we fighting for. It's just, <laughs> it's just Riku singing ball. about her brother who was named brother. What <laughs> <laughs> was I say, man? I, in bed. <laughs> I feel like Titus and Riku act more like siblings than anybody else in this game. Like, yeah, it, for like sure. it shows here and for the rest of the game because they're always doing like the same animations and like thinking the same thing all the time. Yeah, and I love it, and it's hilarious. But yeah, if we talk to her, she says... She's not stopping, is she? Yuna, she's made her decision. But I can't just let her go. We won't have to. We'll save Yuna, even if she calls the final Aeon. And Riku's like, but how? And he says, I'll think of a way. But what if you can't? And he just, Titus just says, I'm tired of talking to you. <laughs> it's always, I'm tired but of talking this. to you. Now to continue this conversation where yeah. I'm talking to you. <laughs> it's always but this, but that. But... <laughs> um, and he says let's think together and she goes okay and he says if we can't think of something we'll find another way and she <laughs> says okay again 
And like the the way they talk to each other, like the, the last several lines, because like they're both doing short interjections, like short little bursts of words. But like they keep leaning more and more toward each other. Like they're like telling each other a secret. They're like, we'll do this. OK. And then we'll do this. All right. <laughs> and they're like both hyping each other up so much. And it's <laughs> hilarious. Their, put their heads together. Yeah, I know. It's so good. And then after that, her she's like, you see her like grabbing her head and shaking and just going, oh, this is a toughie. Yeah. yeah uh, the, the the back and forth with the like, you're always saying, but this and but that. It made me think of uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure when he's talking to uh, Dottie, I think. And just like, yeah. everyone's always got a big butt. I want to hear about your big butt, uh, Dottie. <laughs> and like Dottie's boyfriend or whatever is here overhearing that and gets pissed. <laughs> um, if you talk to Waka. He tells us a little story about his time guarding uh, Father Zook, and he says, When I was guarding Zook, I already told you this, yeah? About when I was too into the game to be a good guardian. A gamer, I see. <laughs> so when Father Zook said he wanted out, to tell you the truth, I was kind of glad. And then if you talk to him again, he says, Xanarkin's right around the corner, so close already. But like he did tell us that. He told us that before he was like too into Blitzball to be a good guardian. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. Blitz is life, dude. This is life. Ball is life. Ball is life. Uh, Kimari says, Gagazette is Ronso land. Kimari home. And Titus says, hey, we might meet your family. And Kimari just says, Kimari has no family. <laughs> and Titus is like, oh shit, I'm sorry. And he goes, but Kimari not alone. Um, which is cool. I like that. That's like, very oh, cute. We're That's, his family. He's like, yeah, we're, we're, yeah, we're yeah. Kimari's family. And if you talk to him again, he says, Sacred Mountain Gagazette, not change for 1,000 years. Hell yeah. That's usually yeah. a good thing when things don't change. Mm, yeah. They really like the status quo. Yeah, it's great. It's, go it's good for everyone. Why change a good thing? <laughs> right. Change is scary. Did but you uh, talk to our another NPC that is here? Oh, I didn't. I didn't see another NPC. There is an I'm... all bed to the, uh, the, the left yeah. of the travel agency that you can talk uh, to. I'm an ignoramus. Please Yeah, help. he's by the Wii U uh, gamepad. <laughs> he's playing a little new Mario Bros. Wii. Hell yeah. Getting ready for the Bowser's Fury. <laughs> yeah. Super Saiyan Mario. But um, <laughs> I didn't have enough characters, but I'm looking at it on the ship now. But um, I got I kind of got some of the gist. But he says, I have a message from Sid. He says, we've gone to repair the airship. We'll come and get you when we're done. Oh, wow. Until then, keep Yuna safe or you'll be sorry, kid. <laughs> oh, wow. So, yeah, that's basically his message from Sid. But if you talk to him again, um, he says, After dropping off in Bevel, the airship stopped here. They let all summoner off and went for repairs. Oh, and did, I think didn't Asaru say that, too? He said, we went to the Calm Lands next, and then I came back here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Storylines up convenient. Convenient. I'm just gonna start start saying convenient like R and <laughs> everything that's just like completely normal. <laughs> not not that the thing like I fully think uh, the Ronzo uh, like Maester is dead. He was definitely killed by, <laughs> but convenient. Dead serious about going to Itchy and Scratchy Land. <laughs> He's dead serious about making his way to Xanarkand. Yeah. Um. So so yeah, then we're allowed to leave and we're allowed to go do stuff. Um. I want to talk about the Northwest again, where we fought the Marlboros and everything. Yeah. Big, big snaky boys. The, the big snaky boys. The black praying mantis snakes. Oh, yeah, the, the anacondors. Yeah. Anacondors. That's such a silly name. That might not even be how you say it or what it actually is. It's door, but spelled like a oh, dinosaur. You know what we should mention, actually? So the Calmlands are a great big plane, but the whole west side is just a giant fucking cliff. Yeah. 
I guess it's like yeah, an important get... part of the uh, <laughs> the land here. And there's a nice uh, Grand Canyon sky map over there, or skybox. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh yeah, yeah. But if you walk all the way to the north, did y'all see the little area that you can go behind the uh, the cliffside and like down into the fissure? Yes, I did. I did after after doing the next part. I think. Yeah. So if you go down there, like the like. It's not immediately obvious where it is, but you have to like go against the the northern border of it. And if you try to go down there, a dude pushes you out and just says, "Hey, you can't go down there." <laughs> and like that's it. And I was just like, "What?" Oh, what so I, I don't think I did that. You, you can eventually go down there, right? Eventually, you can. Yeah. Yeah. But so I think I went down there out. after after like the main part of the like the part oh, that we'll, we're getting to. I'll we'll find out when you go down there, trust me, and I'm not gonna stop bitching about it. Yeah. <laughs> when we get to it. Um but there's also the bane of my existence is up here as well. The Chocobo trainer? The Chocobo trainer. Choco yes. Billy. Choco Billy back again. With a, so with a brand there. new track. Let's talk about <laughs> everyone's favorite Chocobo minigames. Oh my god. Okay, so there is a there's a lady riding a chocobo up here. And uh when you talk to her, I don't have the dialogue up, hold on. Yeah, so she says, uh I hope you're not planning to cross this place on foot. Which we've already had to walk a like, long way. Yeah, we way. had to walk all the way here. Yeah. Yeah, we like we took her a long way to just go see her. And yeah, you have options are walking's not that bad or I want to ride a chocobo. And, and when you say, I want to ride the chocobo, she says, well, these planes are home to lots of wild chocobos. First, we must train them to be dependable mounts. I'm training some chocobos now, but they're not quite tame yet. I'm sorry, I can't lend you any. Walking might be faster than waiting for one of my chocobos. So she's like, <laughs> only a fool would walk this way to make it all the way across the comlands to come to me, the chocobo trainer. And then you're like, yeah, no, that's right. I want to ride a chocobo. And she's like, well, it's probably faster for you to actually walk. I'm like, no, what do you mean? But, but yeah, so the next thing I say, let me train one. And then she says, that's easier said than done. It's not that simple, you know. You sure you want to try it? But then if you say, of course... The next cutscene starts. It's simple, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not simple. Yeah, you start the cutscene. It's simple. It's like a fucking Dr. Seuss character. <laughs> okay. And can we? Okay, here we go. So, chocobo training in this game. Yeah, you know, you just feed it some greens. I <laughs> use your Pokeball. Fucking hate it. I fucking hate it. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, we've already done seven, and, like, I actually kind of thought that Chocobo racing and breeding was kind of fun, even though it was tedious, because sure. I was like, oh, a blue one, a green one, you know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and like, yeah. I don't know, there was something enjoyable about it for me. You got to race and like do some fun, yeah. like Choco jockeying. There was a guy going over a waterfall on a kayak while you're racing. It's yeah. great. I fucking hate this. I hate this with every fiber of my being. I hate it. <laughs> it's <laughs> pretty like, difficult. So so there's a series and okay, so I'll I'll give Final Fantasy 10 this. There is a series of training mini games and they let you go after the first one. Yeah. If you can do the first one, you can ride the chocobo. So okay, thumbs up there because if I had to do all of them, I, I would scream. I would like, sorry guys, I'm retiring from podcasting. It's over. <laughs> but, <laughs> but like, so at least yeah, you get that. Save that for uh, lightning dodges. Yeah. So, <laughs> what? How does the first one go? The first one is, you can't control the chocobo. 
you can just kind of force it. Course correct. You can course correct it, but it is running all over the place. This and is basically like taming a horse in Breath of the Wild, where like it'll go its own direction. You kind of need to like fight to get it the direction you want it to go. Right, right. But, but yeah. it's like the entire time. You basically like, I think it's almost like you change it in like 45 degree increments. Maybe. That's kind of yeah. what it feels like. So if you yeah. turn like away, you have to like, you can just click left or right to kind of course yeah. correct so you don't have to over you don't have to overcompensate or anything so it's easier with the buttons in my opinion than the did y'all y'all notice that if you press the r button you change the camera no no yeah you can get like real zoomed in to where you're like right on titus's shoulders and i was like i'm gonna play it this way this is like real action-packed which Damn. gta they should they have yeah. a cinematic camera like uh, in the Grand yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the helicopter i did think it was harder that way but yeah 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 but um yeah, you can press R1 to change camera angles. Something I learned. Anyway, so that one's not too bad. And you have to do it within a certain amount of time, right? Yeah, it's like it's like 12 second, 12 .8 it's seconds, 12.8 seconds, I think. It's like 12.8, yeah, something really weird. And it's another interesting thing about it is um, <clears throat> you just run down a path, and she says you need to like cross the finish line between me and my chocobo, which like sounds like it would just make sense but there's been a couple of times where i like was on the left side of the yeah, chocobo or on yeah. her right side and she's like well count. nope you missed you yep, lose yeah yeah goal posts yeah yeah, yeah yeah are there balloons on the sides like as yeah to like yeah to, to, yeah. to be the lane to rope off the area yeah and uh when you win or when you when you complete that under 12.8 seconds she gives you an elixir and says okay the chocobo's trained you can go ride one so that's great but and she's, she my also first says, try, I got 12.9. No! <laughs> Dude, the amount of times. Oh. I, I tried a couple of times and just kept like getting used to the game and didn't didn't quite get it. And then I finally I finally beat it by uh, 12.7. Oh, man. Oh, man. Which oh, man. becomes, a, uh, I think that's kind of a strat similar to like when we were talking about um, 15 puzzle in FF1 where it's like beat it by one second so then it's easier to beat the next time to get the maximum yeah. payout because if you tie your record or get better than it you get a uh, a reward each time yeah correct yeah so I did that I don't think it's not as easy in this one to like dial that in especially with the later trainings no, but no. like it's you know that maybe is a strat I don't know yeah um, but if you have fucking i don't know man if you're just insane like if you're a bad human being you'll be like yo let's do the other training ones i did the all the, i did all the trainings <sighs> all of them yeah oh my goodness so okay i did the first two i got through the first two i should say so dodger chocobo is next oh and they have names i, I do like this all the mini games mm -hmm. have names and the first one is wobbly chocobo and it's that's great <laughs> that's fantastic it's like a good song uh, <laughs> yeah, right. It's just the Chocobo theme with like vibrato. Dodger, Dodger Chocobo sounds like it would be like a like a Zanarkand uh, like baseball team. Yeah, <laughs> Dodger yeah, Chocobos. Yeah. Okay, so um, let's talk about Dodger Chocobo. It sucks. Same, same sort of thing. Uh, same like course or whatever. Uh, same objective. Get to the end. This time you have sixteen point eight seconds. So I was like, she's giving me four extra seconds. I don't like the sounds of that. Yeah. And you have to dodge balls that come flying at you. And I was like, oh, I wonder what kind of balls and stuff. And of course they're just blitz balls, blitz balls that come yeah. at like certain angles and they just like rocket towards you, like it, dude, when you're doing it, it. And like your hit box, hurt box. I guess your hurt box is bigger than you are. 
So yeah. like the ball will clearly not have touched you and you will get hit by it. And it causes the chocobo to pause and kind of like have to regain composure for a second. Yeah, I think and lose half a second or two. If you if yeah. you get hit like twice, I think you're probably like you could, you could still win. It if depends. it's three times, it's like, yeah, it's almost impossible. M- like you could be really lucky and maybe win. But if you get hit four times, you just th- there's no way. I think there's a little bit of difference too, depending on when it happens, because the further away, so the balls all come from the other end of the course and they actually seem to have like a spawn point because when you're starting, it takes them longer to get to you, which means the next one to fire takes a little bit longer too. Yeah. So like, it's a little easier when you start than when you're getting toward the end, which is the most fucking infuriating shit in the goddamn world. You have less time to react. Yeah. You can get like 90% of the way and not have gotten hit once. You're like, I can see her. I'm unlocked. I am within a chocobo's distance of the fucking finish line <laughs> and have not been hit once and get fucking stun locked by these fucking balls and then yep. end up going like five seconds over. And dude, I am. Oh my God. I'm telling you. Okay. So you know how like, I feel like I'm, I'm a pretty chill person. I, I like to be, <laughs> I, I'm not too high energy. I don't think like, but like, just dude. avoid the middle lane. So when you cross the line, you're not like directly <laughs> facing like the spawn, yeah, the spawn cannon of the ball, the ball well, cannon or whatever. Well, they angle at you and they, they kind of change also, where they yeah, come they from. Home. They home and they home. You. Yeah. yeah. And so dude, the amount of times I got like within just a breath well, of the end. Things, you know, so you just know. Yeah, it's, it's definitely. I, there was a couple times I just went, fuck, fucking shit. And like, I was at work doing it by myself. There's nobody else there. So like, dude, I was just screaming. I was like, this fucking piece of shit game. I they fucking got, hate this game. They got the obliterator getting its revenge yeah, yeah, at the end yeah, of this the fucking obliterator. thing. It's like a, it's like fucking a, a what's, um, oh God, what's Adam Sandler movie where he's golfing Happy Gilmore? Where oh, he yeah, like, the, he puts the money in the fucking pitching machine and just stands oh, in front of it. That one hurt a little bit. a little bit. That was me. Yeah, I was just like, <laughs> And then the little kid goes up and yeah. tries it. <laughs> he just gets fucking creamed by it. So, um, my girlfriend actually beat this one for me. Really? <laughs> yeah, because I, I was just standing there playing it, and like while I was doing it, my Switch was like about to die. I'm like, oh god, I'm so far from a save point. I hope it doesn't just die on me. But um, my girlfriend like came into the room, and, and I was like, hey, uh, ch- check this out. Do you like this game? She's like, oh my god, this looks hard. And then she's like, oh, can I try it? And she tried it, and she was doing the thing where she's like, let me try it one more time. Let me try it one more time. Like, yeah, and then she yeah, finally yeah. got it and she beat it by like a second. And I was like, yo, hell yeah. And she's like, oh, that hell was really yeah. fun. And then I got to the next one after this. And I was like, hey, do you want to try this one? She was like, absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, that looks fucking impossible. Okay. So let's talk about the one after that, which was that hyper dodger chocobo. For this, I do want to say. Quit um, delay on your voice for that in post. <laughs> <laughs> when you when you beat um the dodge dodger cho- chocobo, you get a level one. Oh, yeah. sphere and after every race she'll say all right you cross the finish line uh you cro- you know you clocked in with this um beat this tie or beat this score to get a, a prize similar to this so this is probably a good way to grind or not a good way it's absolutely not a good way but yeah. this is a way you could a presumably way. grind some of these materials that we're going to be getting for these hyper dodger hyper dodger hyper dodger so i'd like to say starting out that I did beat them, okay? I did I did actually get through them. But dude, and there and you know what? 
there probably is a strategy for this, but I noticed that as I kept playing it, I was getting worse and worse times. And I was like, I'm unlearning it. Like I'm getting <laughs> worse at this game. Like the more I play it. Yeah. I hate it. I feel like this is, this is a point where we should have fucking Mr. Zwanzig on the show because he probably has some kind of like, Oh, it's really easy. You just do this move and it works. Is every this something time. that they have to do in the speed run though? I wonder, cause I feel like this would probably, like the chocobos run a lot faster, but I don't know if doing well, this would like save the, uh, enough time. There's like the nemesis percent and the True. all celestials weapon shit. True. So like, dude, this shit sucks. So yeah. like, it okay. So imagine losing a fucking speed run, getting all the way here, and then oh my god, getting bad ball RNG or some <laughs> shit. <laughs> so some bad bird RNG. You still have blitz balls coming at you, right? And then when they get to where you are, they explode into like eight other blitz into like balls. five. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. It, it's like a cluster bomb. Yeah, and you have to fucking dodge them. It's it's so bad. Not and only like, that, there's and birds the worst that part, are flying the at you. Fucking birds, dude! Fuck those birds. Like, here's the thing, man. You can be running like, like I think the the thing about the birds, right, is that like they do home and they're aimed at you. And I think that they're aimed in such a way that, like, if you continue your current motion, they're always going to hit you. Because even if you, like, take a hard right to dodge some uh, of the fucking cluster balls or whatever, like, if you don't change your hard right, you can be walking, like, horizontal to the playing field and still get hit by them. Yep. What are you supposed to do? That's the most sideways I can move. That's the most dodge that's possible. How the fuck do you get out of the way? I couldn't really I couldn't really come up with a method for it. Like I would just kind of like tap the the button to like yeah. slightly change my direction and like that kind of works. Like I didn't have as much trouble with this one, but I think it's because I got lucky a lot sooner. So oh, I was just okay. able to like to Maybe finally so. like make it past this and, and and beat this one. But yeah, like it's not an easy game at all. It it makes no sense. I was losing my fucking mind during this i was like this is the worst this is another the really worst. another really shitty thing about it is like you could start and like you're going and you immediately get hit by like three blitz balls there's or no three way to quit birds. out and you can't just be like restart or like quit like yeah. nope you just have to make your way at least like 20 seconds to make it down to the yeah. end and each time you get hit with a ball you're like i'm not even trying to fucking like i'm just trying to get to the end because i know i yeah. lost yeah. like it doesn't matter so it's like it's insult so to injury. Frustrating. I was just feeling so bad for both my my bird and the birds because <laughs> I was getting stun locked at the end because I was doing. You're just making like one inch at a time trying to cross the finish line, just like. Uh, it's I don't so need bad. this elixir that bad or whatever. Yeah, this yeah, right. Level two key sphere. I yeah, guess. this one you get a level uh, two key sphere, and then uh, there's one more after this, oh, which is actually kind more. of fun. This one, this one is more fun than the others, I think. It's not as bad to win, I think, but this will not be the last time that we see this particular version of this minigame. Oh, God. We'll be doing a good lot of it later. Oh, no. Like, maybe hours worth, so fucking get ready. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense if, if it's to get the uh Game Shark? Can we Game we Shark get. on a Switch? I <laughs> I'm going to Steam so I can just fucking yeah. fuck up my save. Just oh check it up. Anyway, yeah, there, there's one so, more. So yeah, the, the last one is a race where she's like, you've completed all the trainings. Good job. However, I want to race you. Yeah, yeah. And it's so. not like, 
like it is a game in the way that like this is not just an exercise in futility like it is a race you know what i mean yeah it's just beat her uh there it's not just a straight up race where it's like oh it's not like you mario versus koopa the quick it's <laughs> there's also um balloons that you can collect along the way and there's still birds that can hit you so yeah. you're just running from like one one part of the calm lands to the other and you got to try and get across there in 45 seconds however every time you get hit by a bird it um adds three seconds to your timer and every time you pick up a uh, balloon you get uh minus three seconds Right. So, so like she could finish, uh, like you could finish the race and be way ahead of her, but she could have collected more balloons and got hit by less birds and she could still yeah, win and vice yeah. versa. Right. Yeah. So there's a little bit, and I wouldn't say strategy to it, but there's a lot of, um, uh, yeah, just things that factor into the play here. It, it's still very frustrating because of the fucking birds that are flying at you, like incredibly frustrating because of that, but like not yeah. as bad as the hyper dodger. Yeah. Also the thing about it too is, is, all of these games, the Chocobo is just running straight. Like, you only control left and right. Yeah, that's another important part. So, oh, okay, here we go. How would you rank, out of the four games, what is the annoyance rank? I think they're all pretty fucking annoying. Yeah, the least annoying is Wobbly, right? Which, yeah. on, on the scale of annoying, is like 8 out of 10 annoying. Yeah, yeah. And then I would say... I would say that normal Dodger is less annoying than the race. Yeah, I can see that, I, I especially because be it's shorter. Dodger. It's shorter. It's you shorter. have to play less of it. Yeah, and it doesn't. Yeah, it's not going to be like a forty-five second race that at the end I lose because of a technicality. I I feel like also the normal Dodger one seems like there is some sort of method for it that I just haven't yeah. played enough of it because it's like sometimes like when the blitz balls are coming, it's like oh okay, I just need to be at this angle because I know that they're going in this yeah. angle. So you can kind I, of take like a hard turn at a certain point and yeah. it'll dodge them fairly. There's, I think there's like patterns that can come through, but I, yeah. I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, it's also very difficult to react to because they're very quick. But yeah, and um, then like. Hyper Dodger, Hyper awful. Dodger can just fucking fuck off forever. Yeah. What is it about this game about having like an absolutely solid story and battle system, right? Like the all the meaty bits of FF10, so solid, so mm -hmm. just just mwah, blessed, so good, and literally everything else is just fucking ass garbage. Just like mm -hmm. these mini games in general are less polished and. Look, I thought through. I would rather because they're using the same engine and it's like I would rather snowboard down the fucking crater than do any of these mini games in ten. And I fucking hate the snowboard game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is very similar to the snowboard game actually, with the balloons and shit. Yeah, I suppose. Now so. that I think it's about it, less moogles. Yeah. yeah, less moogles to run into. But I would, dude, I would rather do that a million times over than any of these mini games. Yeah, but anyway, that includes you, you Blitzball, you, coming you, for you. Yeah, you beat uh, the Chocobo Trainer. Uh, my final time, she had, she got hit by seven birds and got four balloons at the <laughs> time. And her timer was uh, 45.9 seconds, so she came in at 54.9. Um, I had nine balloons and four birds. Somehow I just, like, That's immediately got all the balloons in the beginning. Uh, yeah. So my time was uh, 41.5 seconds. At, okay. it, or, or, and uh, so when it was all said and done, I was at 26.5. So I d right. absolutely destroyed her Alex, by like half as half as much. Cut this out of the pod, or don't cut it out of the pod if it's funny. Do you know what time we're going to be aiming for in this race later? 
Zero. Zero. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Zero. Bring it on, baby. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> Saying it on the if I have to fucking stream nothing but hours of me playing this stupid fucking <laughs> minigame, I will do it. It'd be funny if your splits were synced up so you're you're actually like your timer's going down. <laughs> so this is where I wish like I wish we had like the Bluetooth IGT, yeah. our controller so we could just have one centralized save for the end of Final Fantasy X. Yeah. <laughs> and we could all just stream it and be like, all right, I failed your turn. <laughs> and then yeah. your controller takes over. Yeah. Well, that sucks. <laughs> anyway. I, I'm glad I didn't get zero. I'm glad I didn't get yeah. zero. And I'm like, oh, Good. that's funny. And then I don't get whatever it is that you need for that or whatever. Um. So, yeah, uh, I will say there's a couple more things in this area that I don't really want to touch on too much because we're going to have to touch on them a lot later. Sure. Um, but like we said, now we have our Chocobo. We can run around. We don't get into encounters. That's fantastic. Now we, yeah. Now we can actually kind of search the calm lands. Uh, notably, yeah. there is a I think it's in like the south, uh, the southeast of the area. Yeah, yeah. There's like treasure chests that are hidden behind yes. like uh, a cliff wall which has 5000 gil. Yeah, 5000 gil. gil in one chest, 10000 gil in the other. So, hell That's yeah. Good shit. Um so I will say that there are specifically this one area we're not really going to touch today, but it's handy if you want to do it as like a listener and who's playing or whatever. If you go back to where we were overlooking uh the Calmlands when we first entered it, you'll see little feathers on the ground, and the feathers are indicative. It's the same way they were on the Meehan High Road. If you go up to one and you uh, uh, interact with it, the Chocobo will like jump somewhere new, somewhere you couldn't access on foot. And there's a temple over in that area that you can go to. We're not gonna touch it today. It has a whole set of side quests associated with it. We're kinda gonna do them all at once on the podcast, but like, you can go check that out. There's some stuff you can do there now. That's good to know because I completely missed that as well. But apparently, <laughs> that is where uh, Belgamine made her way to. I think, right? Yeah, yeah, she does. So yeah, uh, I can probably go and do the fight with her there. I hope so. I don't have to reload a save file. More to talk about that area next week. Yeah. <laughs> um, the other place is also on the eastern side, uh, and it is down in the Calmlands main area. There's a, a little area in between um, two cliffs faces that you can walk into, and it is the monster arena. Yeah, and if you if you it's animated the, uh, very wildly. <laughs> it, this is some like Final Fantasy VII looking screen. Yeah. yeah. If you read the sign, it actually says uh, in Albed um, when you translate it, it says Pokemon Center. <laughs> <laughs> there's a guy inside trying to sell you a Magikarp. <laughs> yeah, there's like an animated like dragon like a silver yeah. dragon it's, it's an, like an animated, animated silver face. dragon that's very framey like it's not like a smooth animation it's like, like <laughs> it's not a it's very animation. final fantasy 7 is very good yeah but it looks like like it's still like the same color depth and like yeah. detail of everything so like it's very weird looking because it's framey but highly detailed yeah and <laughs> if you interact so with it it just says it's alive dot 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 <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it's awesome. very creepy um, but there's a guy standing here, um, and he says, if you talk to him, he says, this is a training area that Lord Meehan constructed for the Crusaders. You can hone your battle skills here by fighting fiends gathered from all over Spira. But the fiends all got away because, uh, I screwed up. <laughs> I'm too old to gather fiends now, so I'm in quite a fix. So that's where you come in, Sonny. Can I ask you to round up all the fiends for me? Of course, I'm not asking you to do it for free. There will be nice... Fat rewards. 
On top of that, you can hone your fighting skills anytime against the fiends you bring back here. In addition, any items you win during training are yours to keep for free. But bear in mind, there's a small fee for each training session. Anyway, that was just all a long way to say that. But um, this, this is, is a like monster the arena. arena. Yeah, the battle yeah. arena. Um, it's like battle arena, but except we have to fucking populate it ourselves. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I do got to say, I respect the shit out of this guy for being like, yeah, I fucked up. And uh, this th th my entire business is dependent on me having fiends, which I accidentally let out. Can you go and catch them for me? Yeah, I like the yeah, We're doing the labor for it. Yeah. Um, Wait, so he's behind all this fiends, like, in spirit, not because of sin? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the right. true lore. <laughs> it's like, oops. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it was coincidental. It has absolutely no, like, correlation at all with, like, <laughs> sin at all. It's just, yeah. like, he fucked up one day, and now the entire, all spirit is completely <laughs> Yeah, just fucked, with, yeah. Dude, I fiends. love it. I fucking love it. Um, he, he sells weapons that give you the ability capture, which is basically, yeah. it's, it, it's similar to morph. It's similar to the card thing in Final Fantasy VIII, where, like, if a fiend or an enemy has, like, very little HP, and you d deal the, the final blow with a weapon that has capture on it, you capture it, and it gets sent to the arena. Right, right. And, like, we'll go into more detail about it later, too. Yeah, a but, little more um, strategy of, like, trying to... So, uh, right when we were starting up the pod, I was just try trying to gather some um, some enemies, and I ran into a Marlboro, and I was like, yo, I'm going to try and do this. And the way that I captured it was so insane, because, like, luckily I had Waka, who had, like, the um, the capture ball, or whatever it's called, the Pokeball, as it were. And uh, <laughs> I got hit with bad breath. Everything was, like, going to shit. I was like, I'm going to fucking game over. Um, Aaron died. Uh, Kimari was the one who I was, like, trying to use to capture it. And I think Kimari ended up having three health. And Waka, <laughs> <laughs> Waka had, like... He was just in berserk, and he just fucking whipped the ball at the Marlboro. It, he died because of the poison. He passed <laughs> out, and then it captured him and ended the battle. So with three health left, Kimari <laughs> was able to, like, get the capture. It was so good. <laughs> That's awesome. I wish That's I had a video so of it. <laughs> so I do good. like the names of the weapons. There's, like, Taming Sword for Titus, Herding Staff for Yuna, <laughs> Catcher for Waka, mm -hmm. Trapper Mog for Lulu. Aw. Taming spear for Kamari, beast master for Oron. Trapper Mog is just like it's it's like a a fucking trapper keeper. A trapper keeper. He just has like a Moogle on the front. Hell yeah, Lisa Frank. And then the iron grip for Riku. Cool. Like the iron grip, she just grabs the enemy and is like, "You're coming with me. Get over here." Yeah. That's so good. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. I, I don't think you really need to buy all of them. At least not now. Um, yeah, like buying one for Yuna right now probably wouldn't be that useful, right? Well, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, it wouldn't be. Yeah, sorry. Like, I, I was pretty much just like, okay, Kimari, uh, like, his his utility right now is pilferly, like, using pilfer gill and uh, steel and stuff. Like, yeah, I can just yeah. have him deal the final blow because he's got pretty good attack. And then, like, after that, I was like, oh, I can't hit these faster enemies, so I'll just get Waka's as well. Sure, sure, sure. But, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that more in depth later. But I, I will say this. One more thing about the capture and something that you brought up earlier, Carl. All the capture weapons have one empty slot in them as well, so you can pair them mm. with something. And you know what pairs really fucking well with capture? Stone, Stone touch. touch. Yo! One hit captures, baby! I gotta do that. Uh, that's that's, <laughs> that's yeah. the fucking pro strat right there. That's, that's the strat, yeah, I'm gonna... Hell yeah. Well, that's for another time. Although, I, yeah, Stone right. doesn't work on Marl Barrows. I don't know. Maybe. I, I'm pretty sure it doesn't, because I think I tried that with you. Yeah. Know. I was like, Yuna can take care of this. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, pretty much nothing him. works on Marlboros. Uh, so, 
We exit to the northeast, uh, the section of the Calm Lands, and then there's another very small section of the Calm Lands here, right? And I'll just say now, even though like we technically can't get to it right now, there is there are two paths here. One of them leads us down into a little basin area. We're not taking that today. That's like that's another thing for another time. Yeah, uh, it's a whole separate side quest. There's plot line there. Lulu will even tell you like that's not where we're. Yeah, going. Lulu even says like that's not the way. Yeah, you can still go down there and get a scene and everything, but we're not talking about that today. Exactly. So, so you may want to if you're playing it, but just for the sake of the podcast, I think, I think to give a little familiar. bit a little bit more background on this area, though, there is an NPC all the way in like the center north of the Calmlands who gives you a little bit of a uh, like. Oh, yeah. there, there's there's like a, a cut scene where it kind of explains this. You can trigger this at any time. Oh, I like, know. Yeah, everything that we talked about in this episode like can happen at any time, like depending on how you how you get to it. But um, there's someone just kind of standing, like looking over like a chasm. And when you walk up to him, it, it triggers a cutscene, and he starts talking and he says, This gorge is called the Scar. They say that when the High Summoner cornered Sin, Sin tore the earth here asunder with the last of its strength. Ooh. Um, the High Summoner and Sin struck each other down at the gorge's bottom. Lord Gandalf's sacrifice brought us the calm. And the next line is, um, In the calm lands we bury our dead in this gorge. We cannot send them because few summers will ever make it this far. Oh, Wow. Yeah. And then if you continue talking to him, he says, um, I think he has a little bit more about that. Uh, let me see if I can. Pull oh, I can't up. believe I didn't get that. Yeah. I've heard that the dead that don't receive a proper sending roam the bottom of the gorge as fiends. Whoa. Yeah. Got some fucking zombie shit down there. It's like something at Dante's Inferno kind of shit. Yeah, that's, 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 that's wild. Cool. And like the implication cool. that the reason is just because summoners don't often get out that far. Like so few of them make it that far. That's so fucked. Yeah, we're in no man's land, like for sure. Sinless. Although I do like that they just have like hovercrafts and shit out here, though. Yeah, and they're like, <laughs> and they're like, oh, more dead bodies. Just huck them in the hole. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> like, there's there's at least enough action out here that there's like a nice little like pop tent and like you know hovercrafts. People having a good time. People Hell training yeah. chocobos. But like summoners, nah. Also zombie gorge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also the zombie gorge. <laughs> yeah. So anyway. So let's not go down into a gorge. Let's instead go across this wooden bridge that's in yes. this area. Also, there's a save point right before it that you should absolutely take. Yeah, you might want to take that save point. <laughs> yeah. Top yourself off. So yeah, as we there's a little bridge that goes over a little uh, a little path or whatever. And as we walk over it, a cutscene begins and we hear somebody say, Halt! And it's those two fucking Guado who are with Trommel, I think, right? Where is Trommel, by the way? Maybe he's in Guado Salon. We haven't seen him in a while. That's a good question. I don't know. Yeah, he might just still be hanging out. Got us we haven't seen him since uh, we moited Seymour that first that time. first time, <laughs> yeah. Guados deal with the Guados yeah. something. I forget. Guado problems. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we've seen these two before, though. Um, yeah. And one of them says, Summons from Lord Seymour. Come with us. And like, damn it. what did they think was going to happen after <laughs> we... Like, and so yeah, again, we've murdered him twice now. Yeah. Like, how many times? Give me a fucking, give me a fucking <laughs> reason to do it a third time, goddammit. Yeah. <laughs> why yeah. doesn't Yuna just send him? Yuna threatened to send him, right? Yeah, and we like, could have done it do last it? time. Yeah, why, why didn't we just do it the second time? Yeah, that's a good point. Anyway. Like, yeah, I guess why we had like, to escape. the final blow instead of him, it should have just been like, all right, time to send you, fucker. Yeah, no, instead no, of using... No bald man with a gun to stop me. <laughs> instead <laughs> yeah, of using right. mega, mega flare with Bahamut, Yuna just used send. <laughs> Uh, Yuna says, We have nothing to discuss with Maester Seymour. 
And uh, Titus says, yeah, so out of our way. And I like that everybody like gathers around Yuna and like is like mouthing off to these guys. Love it. I also really like the voice delivery uh, when, oh, when he says, yeah, because so, like Titus's voice like gets a little low, like protector. He's like, yeah, so out of our way. Like it's, it's yeah, really good. It is. Um, one of the Guado says, Lord Seymour's commands must be obeyed. You will come. <laughs> I warn you, the maester doesn't need you alive. And I thought to myself, cool line. are you sure? Yeah. Are you sure about that? <laughs> like, because, like, obviously we're living in a land of, like, magic and staying alive once you're dead and shit. But I was thinking about it and I was like, I have no reason to believe that, like, any of my people are, like, going to come back as ghosts and have a special power they can only do when they're a ghost. Yeah. Like, I don't know that that's right. That just sounds like a line that they threw in to justify this fight. <laughs> Yeah, that makes sense. I'm calling also, bullshit on that. I, I also want to, I have a little bit of a problem with the wordage that they used when they first talked to us, where they said, summons from Lord Seymour. Like, oh, we're we're issuing you a summons. You have to go to court. Word all choice. That. Like, but I'm like, dude, we're, we're in a game where he's like a very powerful summoner who summons like a fucking hellish yeah. creature. <laughs> like, maybe use a different word than summon. Like, oh, Seymour, you, you got detention. You got to. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Lattes for my barista friend, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I don't know if I buy this whole setup for this fight right here, to be honest with y'all. Also, I like the idea that he was just like, no, go out and go tell Yuna she needs to come here. I'm, I'm pretty sure she'll do it. Yeah, she'll probably. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I I also just really like that. Like, obviously, there's a boss fight that's coming because of, you know, all this like setup, this weak setup that's happening. But then we get like a view of the boss walking yeah. up from this chasm like underneath. And it's like I just imagine as it's walking in, it's like a like a, a golem looking thing. Yeah. Like uh, just a stone like like mech kind of thing yeah. it's walking up. But it's walking really stupid and goofy. I'm just yeah. imagining like boom, boom, yeah, I thought the exact same thing. <laughs> so dumb looking. I'm like, oh, it's I'm... basically just a small colossus from Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Now, okay, so there's no more dialogue before we get into the battle with it. And I will say, this thing looks dumb and it walks up all like stupid and it fucking hits like a motherfucker. Yeah, this thing's really tough. <laughs> Dude, hits like a Shinra truck. <laughs> <laughs> this thing sucks. Like, this is the like... Defender X. Defender X. Or maybe like, the Defender 10. Oh, good point. Uh -huh. um, is there, well, is there Defender 10 too? And, uh, and <laughs> there, there are ways to cheese this fight, and we'll talk he about it. He's got his butt hanging out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Yeah. And, and he uses also a gun. A gun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the, so there are ways to cheese this fight to make it not so bad. But, like, uh, if you're not doing that, dude, like, its normal attack will kill you. Yeah. Like, it just will kill you in one hit. I burned through a lot of Phoenix Downs. Yeah. Because I do not know the cheese strat, so I I, okay. I did it as straight up as I could, which meant not summoning Bahamut until, like, I absolutely needed to. And yeah, then I yeah. did summon Bahamut, and I still needed to finish the fight without Bahamut because yeah. he got fucking owned. Dude, he like, his, one, his normal physical hit can one-hit KO Bahamut. Haymaker, yeah. I think it was. Haymaker. Yeah, there's there's Haymaker. There's there's a couple other ones. There's like blast punch is okay. So blast like punch is like... a fucking counter. <laughs> like you can use it normally, <laughs> and it can counter with it every fucking turn, which does half of your health. 
Yeah. So I I was using shell because Yuna has shell, and I like I was pretty well, much dog, like protect, okay, protect, protect is the one you want to use, not shell. Was it protect? Yeah, that might have well, been that might have no, been the issue there. No, because shell was working really well. Like it was only doing like 500 damage to like Lulu. Really? Because the the thing about this um about this boss is it has very high f like physical defense. So I was like, okay, so Insane. I can pretty much only use Lulu. It's got 64,000 HP. So yeah. I was like, okay, I need to protect Lulu. So I had Yuna cast Shell so that she didn't take as much damage. And then I had um, Yuna cast Shell on herself as well so that she could heal. And then I was pretty much just like, I used Power Break and Mental Break, I think, or a couple yeah, other things. Yeah, so with it's our, uh, the Armor Breaks. I don't think the Power Break one works. Like, hit the Strength oh, yeah, down yeah, yeah, that's don't work. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah. Uh, I used the Armor Break, I mean, yeah. Armor and Mental Break both work, yeah. Yeah. And and with the brakes on, you can do a good bit of fucking damage to them. You can really yeah. start whipping them up that way. I didn't think but, about that until like late into the fight. Though. Yeah. I was like, shit. Well, because uh, at first I was just like, okay, I need to like do the prep stage and like right. you know like haste Aga with with Titus on people and just like pray that I can survive a couple right. rounds. Right. Yeah. So he, he's he's tough as shit, dude. Like and like, if you're again, if you're not cheese stratting, you like you sh you need to throw up your fucking barriers and you need to get prepped for him because he will ruin you if you don't do that stuff. Um, yeah. Also, at a certain point in the fight, he'll put a guards up on himself too to take less damage from you, and he'll start casting sloga, like oh to make all your party members slow. Which, by the way, haste immediately. Like yeah. that's yeah. that's another strat to use. Um. So he's tough. He's a he's a tough boss. He can he can be a real asshole. Cause like he did like four thousand damage to me on a haymaker, which like Orin has like thirty seven hundred, which is miles above any other character's HP. So he can yeah. one hit KO Orin. And so I was just like, mm -hmm. what? And when you're slowed and he's moving like every other turn, it's like there's that no way. Horrible, there's yeah. no way. Yeah. So like you can't get on the back foot in this fight. Like do not get on the back foot. Yeah, I'm pretty fucked. sure he's also immune to Demi or any kind of gravity attacks. Right. Uh, and he's immune to bio, so I was just like, fuck. But do you know what he's not immune to? Soft? Provoke. Oh, a weird okay. one. A weird one that Titus has. So Titus can provoke him, and it works every time. And if he's provoked, he doesn't use Haymaker. He only ah. uses Blast Punch. That's really good. And provoke lasts more than one turn. Oh wow! So, Interesting. So you use provoke with Titus, and it's free. It's just a free fight at that point because he does nothing but have Titus's HP the whole time. That's good to know if <laughs> I have to go fucking... back and uh, <laughs> reload yeah, a save state because of Belgamine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can just melt through him that way. You can just fuck him right up. No, that's awesome. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. Shout outs to Titus. Yeah, they're a really weird one, right? Because like we never really need to use provoke. Like that's not really that important. It might be good for Marlboro. I wonder if Marlboro can be provoked. Like maybe and keep him from using bad breath or something. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good point. But that's that's the fucking the easy strat. Do that one. Hell yeah, do that. Don't do what I did. Don't do what Carl don't does. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I was I was wondering if there was like a thing where like. If like soft would do something to him, like, or <laughs> if you stone. could weirdly like stone him to kill him, but I was like, yeah. four twenty, you gotta get him a little stoned. 
every single one of my turns was precious. I was like, I can't fucking test anything. I just need to do what I know will work. Yeah. Oh, I think my strategy was like I had Waka because he is susceptible to blind. So sometimes his haymaker will just miss. Oh, yeah. That's nice. true. That's so, true. Like, Dark Buster is probably really good. Now I did it and he still didn't miss. But I guess like that's just luck of the draw, right? Like that yeah. just can't happen. And then I also had Oren using Armor Break, which also does some help because he is pretty he's he's got tough skin at the beginning of the fight but if yeah. you can kind of use enough armor break you can kind of whittle and yeah down, you can so, do more yeah. physical damage to him for sure right right after this i leveled up enough uh that i was able to get dispel for yuna so that's hell nice. yeah that would have been very helpful against that one seymour fight <laughs> yeah right right <laughs> um yeah i'm looking at my screenshots and i did uh almost twenty four thousand damage with bahamut to um to Damn. Defender X, and it still wasn't enough. And then the next screenshot I have is just Bahamut dying. Wham, <laughs> <laughs> dude, this thing hits so fucking hard. Uh, you can steal lunar curtains from it, but like four okay. of them. So, all right, I got a couple steals in there. Um, so I guess that's really it for Defender X, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, most of this episode, I guess, right? Yeah. Well, there's there's one more very tiny scene as we uh, actually walk over the bridge now to the next area, because that kind of like prevented oh, us yeah. from going over that bridge. Um, but yeah. as we walk on, we see the party walk on and kind of into a cave, right? It seems like they're going to a cave. Uh, or a tunnel or something, right? Yeah. And uh, Yuna stops and turns around and stands on the bridge for a little while and looks back the direction we came. And uh, Titus says in narration, Oh, God, yeah. Sometimes Yuna would just stare off into the distance. I finally understood why. She was saying goodbye to the places she'd never see again. Oh boy. That's yeah. Oh man, dude. She's I, done that a lot. I tell you what, man, this huh, this back half of Final Fantasy X is so fucking good. <laughs> yeah. Like plotline wise. It really like, is. Everything, every interaction and everything since fucking uh uh Beaconel has just been like death you know what i mean like yeah everything is just about dying and like coming to terms with it and like sending yourself to your grave like oh it's so good yeah and i like I think like, we've seen uh yuna do this a couple of times right like yeah. at the end of areas and stuff and you're just like oh okay you know she's always deep in thought she's praying or whatever but now just thinking about it and being like oh holy fuck like that yeah that hit this is me. the last like, time that, she'll see any of these places yeah she's just like oh gotta soak it in because i'm i'm doing a literal death yeah. march right now like i mean jesus christ every single time that titus is just like interrupted her like in thought yeah like, yeah right. yeah like <laughs> she's like staring off and just hey, being like wow yeah. luca is so beautiful like i'm really taking in how you know like everything shines from the ocean and stuff <gasps> and then titus is just like <laughs> Woo! Like, <laughs> shut up, dude. You're about that blitz ball. <laughs> yeah. <Hey. laughs> oh, so Alex dude. has Doom the cat now. Oh, so sweet. Doom has entered the party. <laughs> I, I've been casting Doom. Doom's gonna help us uh, through Mount Gagazet. I have death with a uh, Lulu, and I've actually cast it a couple times this section, and it was the enemies were immune to it every time. I was like, "What the fuck <laughs> isn't immune to death? Like, this yeah. skill is useless." Death is one of those super cool like Final Fantasy moves that I'm like, "Yo, hell yeah!" And then I'm like, "I need to know exactly what's like this is used for because it's never it never works." Yeah, never. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's the Calmlands, baby. We did it. Clamlands. The Clamlands. Lands. New England. That's 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 the Clamlands. Yeah, if if you try and go down to uh the the chasm of zombies, uh there is a bit <laughs> of dialogue that we mentioned. Sure, we can do the the intro. It, one it's there, it's yeah. pretty it's pretty cool. Um, 
Yeah, so like it's it's kind of like obvious that you might be like, oh, I want to see where uh, Defender X came from. So when you walk <laughs> over to go that way, it starts like a little cutscene where um, Titus like stops and he says, uh, this isn't the way in. And Lulu says, that way leads down into the valley. And then Waka says, wow, you know your way around, yeah? <laughs> Which is important. Indeed. But we'll... We'll talk about that n- another time, yeah. All right. Another day. So, another dollar. listen. Next episode is Mount Gagazette. All right. If you have played Final Fantasy X before, you know what the fuck is coming up next. <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> um, there, like... I, 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 we'll talk about it next episode. We'll discuss it then. Uh, but we're we're in it now. This is the fucking the thing. Like, how many times have I in this podcast season have I been like, ha ha ha, Mount Gagazette when we get there, ha ha ha, like you know, like foreshadowing uh-huh. something. Yeah. Like it's this episode. The next episode is the one where that happens. If you know, you know, and if you don't know, God fucking speed to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. Very excited for it. Probably getting an earlier start of my homework this week. <laughs> yeah, it might be a good idea. Um, but we're going to go this next episode up until we fight an old friend up top of the mountain. So we're not going all the way through the mountain. We're not going to end on the other side of the mountain because we're going to save the Gagazette Cavern for the episode after that. So the entering of Gagazette, all the stuff on the way up, and then that fucking boss that we're gonna fight up top and then that'll be it for the next episode um cool. yeah see some new friends see some old friends actually it's like all old friends but anyway <laughs> um i think i'm the only one at this point who doesn't know what's coming i'm already ahead a week i kind of got lost in the weeds and was like i'm just gonna keep going i'm gonna roll. alex Hell told yeah. me what he did to get past the next thing and it's incredible so i'm excited to talk <laughs> about that too but just know so carl you don't know what's coming up next Alex had to do the ultimate cheese strat. <laughs> yeah, oh, hell yeah. A way to basically break the game for like, I, I hear it maybe you can get through basically the rest of the game with yeah. a, a hitch yeah, yeah. with this strat now. Yep. Okay, so you use the strat where you give your uh, game to your older brother. <laughs> yeah, it may as well. <laughs> um, yeah. Like, I called my dad who worked at Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I told uh, him to get me a, a proper game shark for my Switch. Hell yeah. Yeah, anyway, yeah, it's bleh, bleh. I'm already going bleh about it. So, also, I've said before on the podcast, I'm going to try to do it without looking up strategies and not looking <laughs> up the Wikipedia. And I've beaten this game before, so I've done it before, but I don't remember how I did it. So, it'll be pretty much new to me again. So, I'm going to do try, it. I'm going to try, try and do playground strats. And yeah, not, playground strats. I'm not going to look up anything. I'm, I, I might end up looking up something because whatever. But I tell you what, I'm going to try Carl, my best. I'm going to do the same. Me and you can message each other in the Discord and try to playground it and just be like, okay. what did you do? <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. Oh, we boy. may just open it up to the Discord even, just like if y'all want to help. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, it's going to be a good time. Um, We're in it together. Do we have any uh, upcoming anythings? Carl, you got your your uh, mag fast. Yes. Which I hear is a like 
That's like a uh, a time of fasting where you just uh, <laughs> yes. you don't you don't eat for the entire week of. I will not fest, be right? eating for this entire uh, for this entire stream that I am doing, which is one hour. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be running Dark Souls Prepare to Die Edition uh, any percent. It's gonna be at three thirty p.m. on Saturday, January twenty third. So I think that's tomorrow at the uh, time of this episode coming out. Yes. Yes. That is tomorrow. <laughs> so Saturday. tomorrow I will be doing that at 3.30 p.m. After that, uh, my friend Birdo is going to be doing uh, the Demon Souls remake speedrun. I think Birdo might also be doing commentary for my uh, Dark Souls run. It's going to be super fun. And then um, Sunday, uh, the 24th, uh, Ninny's is going to be closing that off with um, uh, Randomizer of Hollow Knight, which is extremely uh. fun. Uh, I, if anyone's ever seen him do his randomizer runs, they're always super entertaining. They always are super they're impressive. Very so it's going to be a good way. I think he's got a bunch of incentives as well for like donation. All of the proceeds are going to um, one second. I have literally Yevin. nothing in front. They're all going to Yevin. It's all going to Yevin, baby. Um, uh, fast. I I just want to make sure I don't say the name of the charity wrong. It's Child's Play, I think. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yes, it's Child's Play. Okay, so uh, all of the proceeds are going to Child's Play, which is a like a ga game industry charity that uh, basically tries to make the lives of children who are in children's hospitals better by providing games, you know, video game consoles, things like that. So really oh, great yeah. charity. I'm very excited to be uh, to be running my favorite game at a, a charity event like this. So uh, yeah, hopefully you can. Oh. If you're in the if you're in the chat, I'll I'll try and watch it. Just say some fucking every FNFF shit in the chat. Yeah, <laughs> that's at uh, Twitch.tv/magfast. F A S T. Not to be associated with the bad one. <laughs> yeah, that reminds me uh, that we do have very important information that probably everybody knows already, but if they don't, one of the three of us is now a world record holder. Is that not wrong? That is correct. Curtis has done it with Final Fantasy VIII and Wild Arms Three. <laughs> yeah, of course, you know it. <laughs> the first ever uh, two games, one controller run. Where yeah, I, yeah, I ran Fantasy Wild Arms Three and FF8 at the same time with one <laughs> controller and got world record in both of them. It's uh, insane. Carl, congratulations, <laughs> man. Thank you, thank you. I uh, I was hoping I could get a bit of a better time on it, um, but I actually am kind of glad that like I beat the the world record in um, Night in the Woods Demon Tower by like six seconds i think something like that um which is good because that just means like it's not an optimized run it's definitely a beatable world record so i think everyone should just go and learn that game and beat my world record because it's it's totally free <laughs> editor's note as of two days after this was recorded the world record was already beaten by over a minute by a doctor mustache because of a unknown to most of us infinite dashing trick so congratulations and Hopefully, Carl will be back on top in no time. Sick. Nine the Woods is on Game Pass, so. Yeah, you should absolutely pick it up. If you need any strats or anything, come to our Discord and uh, hit me up because I would love for more people to run this game. It's super fun. Yeah, ever since GDQ, I'm sure a lot of people are like, yeah, there's actually been a lot of people who have been interested in the base game of Night in the Woods, which is really cool. Like a week before like my GDQ run, a bunch of people kind of popped in there and then uh, one of them started running it and like immediately got world record and has been like regularly <laughs> beating their like world record BB. Like so they're they're getting close to like a, a one hour, 50 minute run, which is pretty awesome. That's, That's awesome. a nice breezy one that C Curtis should do. I wouldn't mind doing something about that long. That, that sounds good. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, you got to pick up Hades. I think it's the perfect follow up.
Yeah, yeah. The, the the thing about the Hades speedrun that I've seen is that like when you pause it, it pauses the in-game time or something, and like so you can pretty much just like which makes sense because you got to choose the boons and all of that. But like I'm like, huh. I kind of like when you can't just sit and think about stuff in speedruns. Yeah, but who who IGTs? Who IGTs? <laughs> I rarely ever pause in that game. I just forget I can. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, I think that's it for this week. That's the clam. That's the clam. Alex, would you like to uh, bury our bodies in the canyon because no summoner ever comes out this far to send us? <laughs> Huck us in the hole. <laughs> yeah, uh, thanks to Night of the Round for the theme music. Again, they're streaming uh, Final Fantasy VIII a lot recently. Go visit them on Twitch, which is uh, K-O-T-R Metal, I believe, on Twitch. Um, thank you to Nobuo Uematsu, Masashi Uzu, and Junya Nakano for the game music. Uh, yeah, the music in this section is really nice. I thought yeah. it was really sweet. The, the Comlands music. And, of course, the Chocobo music, which always slaps. Uh, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to us uh, wherever. Uh, leave us a review on iTunes. Um, if anyone in Greece and Norway <laughs> want to come forward and explain why we are trending. We did it! Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, reach out. I'd love to hear from y'all. We, we, I mean, we know have, we have friends all over the place, but I'm always like hearing uh, where people are listening or how they're listening to us. Um, but otherwise, yeah, call or text us at 530 Materia. Find us at every F and FF on all the things. And uh, podcasting might be faster than waiting for one of my chocobos. <laughs> <laughs> but we've already podcasted all the way here. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs> 